with Doc. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's, 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 everyone's like, what the? What was that? What was that? It's Coffee with Curmudgeons. I'm, Doc, I'm sorry. I just got carried away. Um, unfortunately, it <laughs> didn't quite work out with our intern, but that's okay. Yeah, it worked okay. It, it did get happened. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm sorry. I was. I, this is Jason Allen. Oh, hello. Hey, you don't know how badly I wanted to in the middle that you're doing. I'm like... This is the soothing sound of it. Oliver Gutierrez and his mambo swing. You, you were okay. You you like totally could do it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I know that actually the problem is it's the first time you've ever touched this. Yeah, you did me, like, like, me and technology. Uh, I just, I just like, hit a button. Oh, I hit All this I one. Hit this button. Right. Yeah. This, that was pretty yeah. bad, wasn't it? Well, it was actually, yeah. pretty bad. I need to practice. I, I just have some I nightmare that I'm going to hit one button and then, like, the image know. of Al Roker is going to pop up. You know, so today's weather is well, going to be. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what happened. Where? I don't know what happened. It's like the ghost of Buddy Rich came last <laughs> night and, and like, the show, and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's really bad, isn't it? Well, that's, they should see some of the stuff we do before the camera comes on. Let me tell you. That's right. That's, oh, God, that was horrible. It was really bad, wasn't it? No, just wait until it's punk, punk rock it was week just, here. And you know, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we just throw a... Yeah. You didn't expect that. You expect the explosions and, brrr, and heavy metal instead. And the, uh, This is like a narrator rich. point where it's like, and this is when Don got up and left the building. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh. Well, uh, maybe we should I just have. don't understand why she flipped us off when she was leaving, man. Maybe we should have pre-production meetings beforehand so that oh. you know what I'm planning. Oh. And it's like, hey, dude, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> I don't know. And it seemed like a good idea. It was great on paper. It was. Oh, thanks. You know, thanks. I, thanks. It was. Next time, if you need me to do air guitar, I'll do that. I mean, I'm willing to do that. We Maybe the accordion. Don's over on the bongo. She's we did that. We did that. Oh, don't. Or the steel drum. No. You know what? Here's, what, here's, yeah. what, here's what almost happened. Yeah. That, that was almost what happened. There was almost like, oh, but there, it could be the bongos. It could be the bongos. <laughs> See, now I'm giving it away. It'll be like, we'll save that for Cinco de Mayo. Next thing you know, we're like drunken beatniks, right? Like, hey, well, it could happen. Welcome to. Well, I mean, know, I mean, what do I do? I come down here and I rearrange the furniture. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm like a I don't know I'm like someone's I, I, you know what I'm I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I, I was gonna make a comment and then um, the voice inside my head said maybe a little <laughs> sexist maybe a little sexist don't oh. make that comment so I went I'm not gonna make that You're comment not gonna do it <laughs> ain't gonna do it, it was, yeah. wouldn't be prudent. Yeah. Gotcha. It was about, I don't know. It was no, going to be listen, about like. It's a feel good Friday. <laughs> it right? is. You're looking towards the weekend. What are you going to do? You're going to do a jazz roll right there. It's it's a spontaneous combustion. I know. And I'm like. I'm like spontaneous uh, rhythm combustion. Playing the brushes on the desk. I'm like, when was the last time I. When was the last time I did that? Long time ago. So it's like. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. It was really yeah. a good idea oh, it, yeah. at like one thirty in the morning. I was yeah. like, this is going to be great. Maybe not. No. But like everything, we always do the show and we come back and go, you and I are like, oh, you know, and then and then people go online there. Oh, that was, that was cool. Yeah. Except for one guy. <laughs> Except for one guy. Yeah. He's our troll, though. Yeah, yeah. Except Every show needs a troll. Guy, and, yeah. but, then, but then other people are like, no, that was actually really good. Did you plan it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we planned it. Sure. 
from the beginning. Listen, at least two and a half hours went into that production meeting till we got to the point of the jazz roll. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. like to, oh, uh, before before we get done here, mm-hmm. I hiding behind the desk. Yes, yes. Your library book. Back. Oh, hey, thanks. Cool. It's, <laughs> it's overdue. It's the good folks of uh, the uh, Clackamas yeah. County Library down there in McLaughlin. You will be seeing this a little bit later. Oh, Don't find me too much, please. Uh, yeah. You know, I, they get you with those fines. They do. At they least get, it's not a DVD. They get mad when I go around and take a mint too after I check out yeah. my books. They get a little steamed at that. So what happened? What happened was I, I, I write because I was screwing around with the <laughs> show instead of just just do the show, put the show in, yeah. do the intro. I was screwing around, yeah. and so then I came down here and we we rearranged and there's a new table which I don't think you can see. Yeah, it's but it's like, a new table. You'll probably see it. Well, it it, it it on Wednesday. Yeah, you would see it on Wednesday. Yeah, it becomes a feature component. Round table discussion. It's oh yeah, meet you know meet yeah. the, meet the press, but it's going to be meet the depressed. The and next, we're just going to be sitting around. Yes. And, oh, you know. meet the de- oh man, dude. Yeah, I like it. I know? like. Yeah. The, could we change? But I want to. I want to change the depressed. Yeah, I want to change my persona though. I want to be like some quasi Tom Snyder, you know, type. Maybe well, yeah. maybe yeah. Dick Cavett, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, Dick was a little more freewheeling, fancy-free, not your usual, That's right. you know. This is Sunday morning, and this I like, is the news. I like Meet the Depressed. Meet the Depressed, yeah. I really like that. We've got to think about that. Coming Turning this fall. Turning left or Meet the Depressed. Yeah. I like, you know, like Meet the... Meet the Depressed. Yeah. That could yeah. be your roundtable discussion. And here, talking politics. Uh, <laughs> the world sucks. Give us your take. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of which... And here, yes. the world sucks. Yeah, uh, uh, um, the world sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, here at the round table to tell us that the world sucks, <laughs> we actually right. have an impromptu guest for reasons, <laughs> for reasons, Un- unstated reasons. <laughs> but definitely meet the depressed. No, no, I, that's horrible. No, you can't lead her in like, like that. No, no, no. I should say something nice. So this needs like an FM lead in. Um, okay. All right, all right. Hey, I gotta yeah. get my FM vibe here. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, that's nice. <laughs> I got to hit the post now. Hey, everyone, we're back. 98.7, 77KRZ. We're here today with Dawn. She's going to come in and tell us the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays is. <laughs> that's right. If you call today, it's. <laughs> Caller number five, you win absolutely squat. Thank you. Wow. What do you think? <clears throat> I think Rick would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Name, name, nameless. No. We don't know who. who it's like it's like I'm getting chills. It's like old times. Yeah. Old times? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I'll turn the mic up. Hi. So what is the phrase of <laughs> Hi. No, this is just like. So are you going to actually introduce me at all, or do I just I, sit here and that, just? Wasn't that what we were doing? No. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, you uh, don't have to if you okay. don't want to. It'd be just a mystery. I can. Like, who is this woman? Well, that's what I like. It's more like kind of. <laughs> Why the hell is she here? It's like er, we're we're, we're going to go into our Ernie Kovacs phase where we're going to like video slice or you know put different feet on you or right. something and it's going to be like Marvin get over here they got on a mysterious stranger on I mean, just be very Twin Peaks just just you have to be occasionally I'm just sitting here with a toilet plunger or something well. and I don't say anything <laughs> you know you know we like the Twin Peaks around here we, so we, we do like us some Twin so, Peaks so yes it would be welcome like, to the Black Lodge yeah 
What I should have done, see, what I should have done is I should have yeah. just uh, uh, made that camera black and white. And then every time Ooh. we turned to Topsy, then yes. you'd just be in black and white. And you get noir. like a, you know, a cigarette, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do it, have I do have actually slightly different fingernails. So yeah. so in an homage. I, so so I don't think you act. The thing is, is I don't think you necessarily expect it to come on. No, to speak. But then I was no. like, you know, we have the table and chairs and and the new table. See, right. yeah. you can see the new. Yeah. Table. Yeah, there. we are we are working on a project together, and yes. you said. Come on down to the studio. Meet Jason. Actually, you hey. said, actually, let me amend that. You said, I should check out the studio. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> At some point, I should me. actually see what, what I'm working with. Yeah. And you said, uh, you, you should come one morning when you're doing the show. And yeah, I said, cause, okay. Because there will actually be people there. Yeah. <laughs> In theory. And so uh, so here I am. By the way, my name is Don Taylor. No, I was. <laughs> it's Don Taylor. It's a self-intro. <laughs> yeah. This is Don Taylor. Yeah. We'll edit it in later, you know. <laughs> Don Taylor! And we spell that D-A-W-N. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Don Taylor, so uh, uh, you're not unfamiliar to podcasting and radio. I don't know. See, we didn't, we didn't I, you know, it's bad because I just said, come on, because we're not, we're, we, this is informal. <laughs> this thing is. So we didn't do like just a, a scope. like, plan or anything so we didn't like if we were doing the conversations thing you'd have a bio and i read this paragraph right. don taylor once climbed the heights of everest yeah uh yeah know. no i literally thought i was going to be sitting in the corner and just watching until about you, you, five minutes before could, the show started you could so. still do that if you i could to, but, but, but yeah, you stick a mic in front of me man yeah. and i'm i'm it's like catnip i can't help it <laughs> Are you? Should, should, I, 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 you know, since I didn't, since we didn't write an yeah. intro, mm-hmm. do you want to tell us about yourself? Um, I'm a writer and a film critic. I mostly write about film. Uh, I'm a mm-hmm. former uh, film critic for the Portland Tribune. Um, I used to write for, uh, for a number of fairly high-profile websites, uh, DVD Journal, Cinematical, all of which have gone under. So I have. I've just left a trail. Of death in my way, <laughs> everywhere that I've written oh. for movies, it's just it's just a, a desert behind me when I'm done. Apparently, See, so this is why I actually thought. You <laughs> oh God, we're going to end up in the way, aren't we? I knew it. This is why I actually thought you'd fit in. <laughs> you yeah, welcome to the way. Yeah, phrases like "trail of death" and <laughs> "my wake." I mean, this is this is actually mm. Jason. Yeah, yes. That should be our Coffee with Curmudgeons Lodge motto. Leave a trail of death in your wake, you know, yeah. something like that. Trademark. Yeah. It was yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Or Dante, you know, abandon ye. Shakespeare. Ride the tides of... Uh, whatever. <laughs> Into the breach. It's too early I'm saying Crispin's Day. <laughs> it's too early for that. Sorry. We even have Shakespeare. We have, like... Well, we're working on that. There's so much yeah. in the works, but anyway, so so you're you're, you're yeah, film critic. Oh, and a pod- podcast. I did uh, podcast uh, Ham Fisted Radio, which I did That's for right. for a few years. How many years? I, I I don't know. I know we did over 250 episodes. So, and it was weekly. So for do the math. Five <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Two, and three. Oh, it's a lot. It is. Math is hard. <laughs> yeah, you used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a and and um, 
and I don't. Uh, I, and I did. I was. I did uh, before that. I did uh, the Rick Emerson Show podcast. Uh, right. He and I were partners. We also did a news show called Legion of News, which uh, accompanied oh, wow. that. I sort of remember that Legion of News. That's right. Yeah, I think I really enjoyed that. That was my favorite of all the projects that, that Rick and I worked on together. Where I I was just the dope who read the news, and yeah. then, that he did his he did his FM DJ radio snarky curmudgeonly thing about all of the news, and then you know, and I, I enjoyed that. I I enjoyed that show a lot. That was uh, yeah. So so that was the. Um the extension of he was on the radio, right? Right. K was that K A U S. He was on uh, several different stations oh, okay. here, but the last uh, terrestrial station he was on was K U F O, and then uh, we got together and we formed a little company and put together a podcast version of his show, and also produced and did Legion of News as well. Were you uh, actually? Uh, this is a question in my mind. Uh, as opposed to being a question in someone else's mind that I'm somehow telepathy reading, it could be it could be on a, a file so card bad, so in bad. front of you. <laughs> no, no, that would require <laughs> research. Okay. You, you know who our researcher is? Our mm. head head of research. Mm. That guy. Yeah. So so oh. So, oh. so you know how well that goes. <laughs> oh, we are so screwed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like who's yep. the chief? Technology officer here is that you? No, that'd be me. Yes, right? yes. And then it was so. Who's the the operations officer? Oh, no, I, I thought I was just. I don't know, janitor. Well, I know that, but oh, we wear multiple hats. But anyway, <laughs> okay, who's HR? My question, oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, ooh. Um, hey, welcome to the team. Uh, Donna's yeah. our new HR specialist. Oh, and, oh dear yeah. Lord. That, that was the, that was our earlier offline, more off color jokes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Matt Lauer's looking for a gig. Uh, anyway, uh, so so my question is: Were you were you uh, were you uh, uh, the uh, producer? Were you were you like doing uh, pro- over there on the radio, or did it just start with the podcast? Or how um, did that work? It started on, on the radio. It yeah. started me just being a guest because Got I was... Uh, talk about movies. I, right? Yeah, because I was writing for mm-hmm. the Portland Tribune. So they would have me pop in and talk about movies. And um, I met Rick actually originally because... Uh, my husband was a fan of his show, and he would come home every day. He was one wow. of those guys who drove around all day delivering stuff, and so he'd listen to all four hours of the show. And then he'd come home it, at night and say, let me tell you what, what Rick did, and Sarah did this wacky thing, and Tim didn't sleep. And I was like, please stop telling me about your imaginary radio <laughs> friends. I don't care. <laughs> And so I was I was uh, pitching feature stories to the Tribune and decided to do a feature on Rick because he had lost his gig at one radio station and then all of his fans did this coffee brigade thing where they sent CBS Radio I think it was like you know hundreds of coffee mugs to convince him that he had all these fans and then he got a new gig at a different radio station so I did a feature story on him and that's how we met then he invited me to come talk about movies and. I believe he realized I would fit in with their team when I said that a certain movie sucked dead circus animals. <laughs> and he went, oh, you so need I'm to come ta- back. I'm going to take it you did not like the film? <laughs> it was. I don't even remember what it was. Probably an Adam Sandler film. But, oh. but, but yeah, he, uh, so, so yeah, and so that started me being a guest. And then there was a, 
a time when uh, they the powers that be fired his news guy. Mm. And so he had a bunch of people he knew from media come in and rotate through to do the news. And I did that with him for about a week. And then, wow. So then when his, when his gig at KUFO ended, he and I got together and we started talking about what he would do next. And after about a month of meetings, I looked at him one day and I said, okay, I'm I'm confused. Am I going to be on this show with you? He's like, oh, yeah, of course. Didn't I say that? I was like, no, I thought he was just brainstorming. And so. Six months later. Yeah, because that, that's Rick for you. He never actually mentioned that, you know. So then we ended up forming an LLC and doing everything sort so of just, very anal retentively so over the PTSD. top. you PTSD right now, this morning, where it was like, hey, let's get my <laughs> right. camera. Yeah. You're on. That's You're why on. they made that noise. It's kind of like what Doc said to me. Hey, you want to come hang out in my basement? And you never left. (laughs) And I never left. Well, it's squatter's rights at this point, really. Oh, man. I know. It's so... And it's almost been a year. It is. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. So it's like we were talking about. It's like, did we stream on this or did we do that? And we're always, like, improving. St. Patrick's Day, right? Something like that. Well, after after I first watched uh, your live stream the first time, I mentioned to to Doc here that uh, I liked how, you know, he's got the whole sort of cable access vibe going on with the the, the, the (laughs) cityscape behind him. You you look like he's making you sit out on the patio. He is on the patio, actually. That is not far off. Yes. Yeah. Sort of remote, remote in. Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it... <laughs> Can I come in? It's cold Look, out here. It's cold. It, it literally looks like a set from a, a, a 70s sitcom, The, the and it's the it's the patio. Yeah. It's, it's the outdoors. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ashley. Marsh is going to come in and get hit by a ball in the second. You know, <laughs> yeah. we got the astro green grass turf. Where's Tiger? Yeah. It could be cool. Or we just have like... Uh, you know, Topher Grace and Ashton Kusher and the foreign kid, you know. <laughs> Red, Red Foreman. Foreman what the hell are you doing over there? Red Foreman. It's just like out on the patio. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, so uh, <laughs> how do you explain this? It's called. Uh, it's the magic of television. It's called. Mm. Yes. It's called set design Ikea. Um, so, I mean, here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. Mm. You, I, and I said this before. Because this just, like, got knocked out in, like, uh, a couple days late at night, like, a year ago. Okay? Mm-hmm. For reasons that I won't go into. Undisclosed. Well, there was something that was up, and then that fell through. Mm. And then it was like, now we have a studio. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a set of a sitcom. But uh, the thing <laughs> is, is it's like, uh, uh, if you look at... Uh, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we're not on stage at the Schnitzer or something. But if you look at if you look at uh, uh, like Jargon or you know any of those where they do video, and you're actually asking yourself, and here's the thing. And then we did live on the video, and mm. and we got lots of stuff like on Facebook, and so well, let's put this on Facebook. Wow, look at that! There's lots of stuff going on there. Mm. Um, but. You know, all that stuff, like all those podcasts and all those live streams and people watch it. And people are like, oh, yeah, I watched Jorgen. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and the thing is, is you, you, I mean, sometimes we pull, we can show examples and we can do neat stuff, like show something on the Internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
But there's no reason. There's no re- It's just a radio show. It's all just a radio show. It just is. Just like... Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Joe Rogan. Um, <clears throat> so, like, all the podcast is still just, like, podcasts. And that's always been that way. Because it's like, you know, but people like to watch. Yeah, like yeah. John C. Gardner. <laughs> they, <laughs> I like to watch. <sighs> wow. Wow. Yeah. See, I had old plans. I was kind of in a bad mood. But anyway. So, uh, so yeah. So, yeah. Don Taylor's here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ham Fisty Radio and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And maybe <laughs> maybe you'll see more of her or hear more of her maybe later. You maybe. That's the plan. Maybe not. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to. Oh, sorry. You don't <clears throat> want to give it a... No, I want to tease. I want to tease the uh my my tens of followers with yeah. the uh the idea that that yes, there is finally are actually you something tease new in the world. Right now? Or are you just that uh, you just that's the tease. There's actually something new in the works. Okay. Mm. There you go. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That was the tease. That was yeah. it. I, I, you know. Not bad. Not too shabby. Oh, well, thank you. So, Don, you're saying there's something in the tease. <laughs> yeah. About that shape of water. No. <laughs> no, no. We actually, here's the thing. The good thing about having you here mm-hmm. and on the thing here with the mic and everything is we could get into eventually asking you about things like old films and mm-hmm. film and all that stuff. You know? yeah, the, the no. thing is, you, you and I have seen two movies together and oh. both and both of them were films that everybody else in the theater really loved and you and I both went meh. Well, we I, walked out I, just going, eh. I, I feel like that was my influence. Yeah. Because yeah. I hate everything. <laughs> Except surprisingly... Oh, that's true, true. We've seen three movies together because we also went to see The Venturian Candidate. Oh. Well, that was a good movie. So that was good. That was a good movie. The other two were... Uh, they should make more movies like that. <laughs> that Venturian Candidate, that was great. Who did that? Is that like <laughs> Dennis Villeneuve? Is that J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams? Was that J.? It was good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, clearly I mean, the, the original... Frank Sinatra looked a yeah. day... Of, I mean, the CGI was amazing in that. The he, way they can just almost bring them back from the dead. Exactly. Mm. I mean, Sinatra, it was just... An, an, and the cool choice of black and white. All I right. mean, it was just like, wow. It was, it was retro. It was meta. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they actually had to get Angela Lansbury and, and do the wow. and Andy Circus coached her so mm-hmm. that they could put a face over. She, her. she wore that that green suit with all the dots on it, so that she could like reenact her her own uh, her own youth. Oh man! Oh yes, it was <laughs> Angela. She looks great. There are there. I mean, we can. I mean, I you know, we can talk about movies. I mean, it's just like. Yeah. Well, See, don't, I, don't, I, don't let me detour you from no, your usual no. bitching and complaining about politics <laughs> uh, and whatnot. Our usual plan, right? Our pre-production plan. Jason, how far yes. behind on the script are we? <laughs> there is a script? Yeah. Oh. We, oh. We've established Sorry. a long time Sorry. ago. Remember? Yes, there is a the script. Stack of, we write this like 2.33 right. in the morning. Page 3, paragraph 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel, okay, the thing about that. Mm-hmm. What I want to say, I want to address. Break. It is. I, I'm, I'm Chris Matthews. <laughs> She's sitting at the glass table. Welcome to. What did you call it? What? Meet the depressed. Meet the depressed. <laughs> no, it's, see, we got a nice shot of the glass table. This is brand new. Yeah. Now, this we don't is need, what I was screwing we, around with. We don't need. We, we need like the old McLaughlin group. Well, I know. Oh. I can do. I can do a. 
you know, a price is right thing if you want. Right. To Don! Table. Don! What's up with that movie? Dude, where's my car? Go! Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my like, God. Wow. That movie is a classic existential uh, tragedy, actually, <laughs> if, if you really think about it. Explain the socioeconomic... <laughs> Go! Not since uh, Truffaut's Jules and Jim have I... Uh, anyway. Uh, so, 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 so. So. Uh, I, I, here's the problem. I feel bad about uh, that whole scenario. Of attending those movies with you. Really? I feel bad, yes. Because I feel like my own nasty, curmudgeon self. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, uh, it wasn't, I felt more like we're in critic mode. This is a critic, wasn't that a critic experience in a way? Well, for me anymore, when I go see movies that uh, I'm not writing about. But there were people who were movie critics. Oh yeah, no, we were there at an early screening and there were uh, were a couple of rows of people at both of those films that were were film critics. We saw saw Shape of, of Water and we saw that. Thor, Thor movie. I know. And, and here's the thing. I feel bad about this because then I'm like, it's a critic, and I'm like, <laughs> so what you're saying is, is you think that I am so weak willed that, oh, that, that my oh, own opinions oh, will be swayed oh, merely because I'm sitting next to you. Oh, now he has stepped into it. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I just want to note to everyone, in the second hour, we'll be talking about uh, third wave feminism, Aziz Asaria, and um, whatever else we can come up with. <laughs> As I was just pointed out, being a sexist douchebag. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks, Don. Okay, my, I thing, think, with, with, with my, my right. thing is with... I apologize. Yes. First, first, men, this is what we should be doing all the time. I did, I, I did not think of that as a sexist thing, by I, the way. I, it's fine. It's 2018, you know? It's like... She's not, just, not she's just every, poking the bear. Not every offense between man and woman correct. is actually sexist. Sometimes I, it's just slightly douchey. It, I do. Yes, <laughs> I know. With just a hint. I, I, Jason's just like, you're going... <laughs> no, I'm, like doing this. I'm enjoying this. This is great. <laughs> uh, she's poking the bear, man. <laughs> did, did we mention she's had a podcast before? So we, did in radio. And yes. It actually been on a thing or two yeah, yeah. so uh okay so so yes and and you're right and i i it, it's not just i just feel like my my you remember pig pen from the peanuts and remember the cloud that followed mm. pig pen i always feel like that's there's there's this cloud of of depression and 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 and, and uh, a death and destruction that follows me around that that, that just like uh, it's kind of like the dark side of the force. It's like oh man, I'm so like bummed the monsters, out. whatever it is, yeah. where that cloud travels with them in the car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jason's yeah. always like every week. He's like oh, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, see, are we doing anything? This oh, okay? No, no I'm available. No. no, but no, that that's kind of like my thing, right? And I feel like I should be. I should be more celebratory of the cinema, the Metroplex with the sticky well, floors and the popcorn. But here's and the, the thing: I, I I think that I think that pretty anyway. much anyone who's an actual film critic agrees with this. You go into a movie. You don't go into a movie 
wanting to dislike it. You right. go into every movie hoping that you're going to have a good time. It's always optimism. <laughs> always. And I assume that with you wouldn't have gone to either of those movies with me if you were expecting to dislike them. You know? It, it, so so I think the fact that you know you just you saw it with a, a somewhat critical eye and went, yeah, that doesn't really work for me. That you know, that's not just that's not a cloud of depression. It's just oh God. I don't know. It was kind of like, you know, free ticket. It was like, <laughs> sweet. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, I have to admit, I know, with the Thor movie, I can see that, yeah, you only went because it was free well, and like, what thou? But and with The Shape of Water, I kind of bullied you into that. I was just like, I was like, I love Guillermo del Toro and I want to see this movie. You're going with me. No, and I, well, and, and, so and that, I was, that one was kind of my fault. And I heard the buzz. I heard the buzz. Yeah. No, uh, how do I explain myself here? Well, we dug this hole. Uh, um, no, uh, and, and looking back on it after I've reflected on it. You know, like the the Thor movie, and I, I hope I kind of said this, but probably I was just like, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok, by the way. So that, yeah. for, for I, I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it wasn't horrible for what it was. It was actually good for what it was. Yeah, right. It's just, I, and I said going in. Here's what I said going on. I said. I'm fatigued with the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. with the whole Marvel universe. And the, see, uh, first of all, I, I'm not really a comic book geek, so I came to like the Avengers late, like the film, mm-hmm. right? I mean, my comic books. Here, here's what I know: I know Batman, mm-hmm. and and my main and check me on this. Mm-hmm. You, you know mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. My main, uh, uh, most of what I know of Batman, a little bit comic book, mostly Adam West. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you almost could, like, when you see those reruns, you're almost like, oh, this is what I remember. And then the Catwoman goes here and the, the Egyptian dude and stuff, you know. Gotcha. And then the yeah. sideways walking up the thing oh, yeah. and Sammy Davis Jr. And it's it's like, there's. by the way, there's a whole matchup. Go up on YouTube. It, you remember Adam, and they'd mm-hmm. walk up the yeah. side of the building, and someone would open a window, mm-hmm. and it was like Hogan's, it was like Schultz, it was like Sammy Davis Jr., it was like Dean Mar. I mean, it was like all well, these, it would be a celeb cameo. The old they, laughing thing where they'd pop yeah. out and do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah and they're the very season. obviously lying down, oh, and, the, awesome. and, the thing is, and the camera's <laughs> yes. turned sideways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it would be like, you know, Sammy Davis like, hey, hey, what you doing? Hey, Cape Crusader Batman, how you doing? Hello, Mr. Davis Jr. Yes. Love your show in Vegas, but we don't drink, so I can't bring Robin in or something. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, they do that. But anyway, like, so I know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there is one, I mean, there is Superman and stuff, but there's one, the one comic that I like. And Squirrel to this day, Girl. I re- what? Squirrel Girl. No. Ooh. Oh, Squirrel Girl? Yeah. I bet you would like Squirrel Girl. I if, thought if we you were going to talk about the Trump porn star thing. <laughs> no, I'm that's, sorry. that's I, Forbes I, Girl. I, anyway, yeah. uh, the Fantastic Four. Mm. For mm. whatever reason, uh, like I'd get sick or something, it'd be comic book, and it's like, and that was, I, I, we did Archie's too back then. 
Mm-hmm. We did the Archies. Okay, the Archies. So I knew some Archie stuff. And then they had the, even the song in the in mm-hmm. the thing. But the, the Fantastic Four, and I remember I'd get sick or whatever. You go to the doctor or whatever. It's like, okay, you, know, you go to the newsstand in the store. Yeah. Not a comic book, the newsstand. And there was like, and I would tend to, it's like, I like that. I like this. This guy's stretchy. And this guy's a rock. Literally, <laughs> a yeah. rock. And this guy's stretchy. And she's invisible and this guy gets lit on fire. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, how, yeah. how can I resist? So I always liked the Fantastic Four. Mm. So, um, so they, I, and, you know, and again, I know a lot of adults who know a lot of comic books. Oh, and, and there was a thing back in when I was growing up where an older guy said, you know, adults don't read comic books. Apparently they read Playboy or something like that. So as a kid, I was like, threw my comic books out, and it kind of ruined me. But then I met all these adults who have action figures and comic books. Anyway, so I'm not, I'm trying to say I'm not. You're not the, a Thor guy. Well, I'm so, not. You know. I just, no, I know who Thor is. Well, okay. I didn't. I know who Thor is. I know who uh, who the Hulk is. You know the Hulk? We know the Hulk. I know sure, the Hulk. True. Because it was Bill Bixby and oh, yeah. Lou Ferrigno. I yeah. used to watch that show. So I knew the Hulk from the TV show. Right. Right? And most of my stuff is TV. Most of my, okay. if it was a cop, Wonder Woman. I know Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Linda, Linda Carter. Carter yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the superheroes that I know are from the TV shows. So I wasn't all in on everything, right? It's neat. It's cool. I have an appreciation. Great art. Great writing. There's so many characters. And then they did the Avengers, and then there's this Iron Man guy. It's like, yeah, I vaguely remember the Iron Man guy. Mm-hmm. He's like the Rocketeer, right? <laughs> I used to get him mixed up. <laughs> we'll get to it again. No, we, we won't. We won't anyway, uh, uh, so I, I, I was like, you know, so then they have these Marvel movies and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like the Avengers. It was like, hey, this is pretty good. It's it's a superhero. And I like the Batmans. Like when they Tim Burton did the Batman thing, that was pretty good. I like that. And then when they, they redid it and Christopher Nolan did the that, I liked those. Actually, really, those are probably my favorites. Those are probably my favorite uh, movies Mm -hmm. of all the superhero movies is the Christopher Nolan stuff. Um, So, so I like that. So, but, 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 I don't, all these guys, there's just this guy and that guy and that suit and this superpower and all this stuff. So then I watched the Avengers like on cable or whatever with the kid because it was a kid thing. And it was like, that's pretty entertaining. That was an entertaining film. Mm-hmm. The Avengers, right? They all get together. They do stuff. It was well made for action, all this stuff. And I think that that really, you know, popularized. And then I found out it was the Iron Man, kind of an outgrowth of the Iron Man thing. Because I had heard that, that what's-his-name uh, had done the Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And he's a good actor. And so then I saw those, and it was kind of good. And then I saw... Totally on a whim because I said, well, I should. There were like one or two movies that came before this Avengers, right? So then there was the Captain America. Mm. And so I watched that. And the first thing is, I was like, why is the Johnny Torch Captain America? Because he was in the Fantastic Four. (laughs) By the way, Uh, he's one of the Chris's, right? Yes. He's one of the Chris's. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, okay. Captain America and Johnny Storm, right? Right. Anyway, so so I was like all into this. So it was like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. And there were one or two movies. I saw the Captain America, and I really liked the Captain America. Thought that was a really well 
put together movie. And yeah, again, the, the, first, the first Captain America point. film is very good. Well, yeah. it has, uh, what's his name in it? Well, it has Tommy Lee Jones, and it has um, the scientist guy, one of my favorite actors. Uh, mm. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Scientist yeah. guy. I always get him mixed up with the guy who plays Monk. In fact, they actually did a movie uh, together. Somebody will remember. Uh, brain doesn't work on a Friday morning. Not enough coffee. So I like those. And I was like, okay, this is fun. And this is fun entertainment. Like a Star Wars fun entertainment. Like a, a Star Trek movie or something is fun entertainment. Okay. So I'm, I'm into it. Well, g- go a few years later and there's an Infinity War and there's, there's an Ant-Man and then there's, there's this man and that man and that man. And then there's Netflix and Amazon or whatever and Netflix and there's 40 different guys. And then there was, I, there was like a Daredevil, which I said, well, okay, I'll, I'll put my, tap my waters into that. I'll watch that. And then there's a Jennifer Jones and then there's a Supergirl and then there's a uh, more uh, Superman and Batman. And those were horrible. Those were horrible. Those were just... I'm sorry. <laughs> I watched that, that Superman movie and I was like, what the... F-? I mean, I'd seen the, yeah. the um, Christopher Reeves. Oh. Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. George Reeves. Oh. Mm-hmm. See? My mind still does work. Um, uh, and, and those were all, all fun. Like this original Superman movie. It was Dino De Laurentiis and John Williams. and Who directed that? Remember? Richard Donner. Thank you. Richard Donner. Yeah. And that was an entertaining, huge budget. I mean, you know, you have like, you know, you have a, 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 what's his name, you know, coming in. It's like, oh, what's my line? The horror, the horror. No, 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 no. That's not your line. Your line is uh, Jor-El. First one is Brando, right? Brando, yeah. 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 He's like, he's like. And you got your Gene Hackman Lex Luthor. Yeah, oh, I mean, Brando's yeah. so far gone in that movie. He's like, Bonacera, Bonacera. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Get no. into the spaceship, Wrong movie. Count Jack Jarrell or yeah. Yeah. You're on a planet. <laughs> oh, I'm on a planet. Okay. <laughs> Is this a horror? No, no, not the horror. But, I mean, you know, he was making like $6 million a minute or something on that movie. It was crazy. But, you know, it was like those big budget super mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. King Kong, Star Wars. There, is, there has been you just know. a huge Spielberg. glut of them at this point. Now, you yes. can't really blame Marvel for, for wanting to, to, to ring every – well, first it, it was Marvel. Now Disney bought Marvel. But, yeah, they want to yeah. ring every penny out yeah. of nerds' wallets that they possibly can. Right. And it's a business. That's what they do. But it's been, in my opinion, it's been, it's it's wreaking havoc on film as an art form mm. because it's it seems to be like eighty percent of the conversation about cinema right yes, now yes, is yes. about these damn superhero movies. It's, it's, yes, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Just keep crystallized yeah. for you. No, Just. But no. That, that's exactly where my fatigue is setting in and everything. Yeah. Because, and and I watch fandom. I actually find it more entertaining to watch YouTubers and fandom commentary than the actual movies themselves. Mm. Like I, I actually like that better because it's more interesting. People with their opinions and stuff, and they're I don't think that that, that, that cape should have been purple and not green, and that I, lightsaber is not the right. You know, I want to know who are the people who are watching all of these videos where other people are talking about the top ten something. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. like 
10 scenes from from Tarantino movies that yes, they had good yes. lines. Or, you know, here's here's all of the best stuff Wolverine ever did. Yes, yes. And who who yes. is sitting on YouTube and watching this crap? Yes. Well, there goes our Monday show. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So you, apparently, wait, you're the one watching that. <laughs> we all go silent. I thought I thought it was Don Taylor's top ten Don Taylor <laughs> top ten villains, not ten I, Bond villains. And I, I don't like the thing that I don't like is they've kind of, kind of exhausted now the whole stable of superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, first there was the biggies. I mean, now we're gone down to like middle aged incontinent guy is going to be released <laughs> next exactly. Friday. There like, is going to be a Squirrel Girl movie. Okay, so what is? What hey, the, see that's interesting. What I know. is Squirrel Girl? She's literally a girl. Sound she good can to me. girl who can talk to squirrels. And she can okay. she can uh, telepathically sort of round up squirrels to be her squirrel <laughs> army and have, fight uh, crime. Have, Minions assemble. I have Here's. a friend who will watch this movie. <laughs> Loves squirrels. There's squirrels around here in the studio. I mean, not they're good squirrels. <laughs> they're good it's like, oh crap! <laughs> we we call them interns, but really they're just wildlife. <laughs> That's HR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, oh, this is so awful. Uh, it's always awful. Uh, but, uh, okay. Well, is this like is this like a, a proper? Okay, so here's yeah. the thing: is this a property? So yeah. there's these properties which are Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then there was and the Star Girl Wars. is, I believe, part of the Marvel universe because I think she wow. actually there, there was crossover stuff. She she tried to be one of the X Men, I think, oh, dear and they Lord. wouldn't have her because That's, the see, squirrel thing. They thought the squirrel thing was lame. See, <laughs> she's not mutated enough. You're not a, you're not a mutant. See, All you I, can do is squirrels. I, I may be wrong, and I'm sure there are people watching this just going, that's not I'm what sure happened with Squirrel Girl because <laughs> I really I have to admit I'm not up on all of my superhero. I'll tell Background you what, though. Stuff. I'll tell you what, though. I could write some Squirrel Girl script for you, because because it'd be like Squirrel Girl versus the Crow. Huh? Hey, ah, oh. ah, bring yeah. the Crow back! Mm. Hey. Mortal enemies: Squirrel Girl and the Crow. Indeed. Hmm. Anyway. Squirrel Girl and the uh, the large automotive. Yeah. <laughs> In the big finales, like in Central She's Park, just running back and forth across the street, <laughs> trying to dodge the car. Oh no, Don! No, I'm ashamed to say that. Yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? Well, oh. Jason, I have a viewing place for you. Sweet. Can, yes, he's out here on the street. Squirrel can... Girl versus the high tension lines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, How do they wow. Do that? So, Squirrel Girl. Okay. And mm-hmm. see, I, I mean, that's like. Uh, it's huge, and that's uh, you got to keep up with all that stuff. Like there are people who know. Well, I mean, we we, we have friends, we have people who are like experts. We all oh, all yeah. of us do here, and you're just like, you know, it's 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 crazy. It's just I don't know. I don't mean it's crazy. I know I'm trying to be nice about it, but I'm just. Yeah, but how, a, many, how much information do you have crammed in your head about Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's is it really that different? Okay, yeah, you. That's a good point, but in fairness, uh, that's that's a little amount of information with other information. Like, you know, that information is is this much, even though it might be a lot. That information is this much, and it's still. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, 
I'm gonna go look up. Oh, <laughs> by, by the way, you know you're on the losing side of an argument when it's like, uh, but it's, no, really, 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 <laughs> really. In fairness, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Let me let me address that, <laughs> Mr. Huntley. Let me let me address that right now, Mr. Huntley. Um, so 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 uh, here's the thing about that. And this is something we talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. And I, I always say one thing. I am not a super fan. I am not a super fan of anything. So, yes, I am a fan of Star Trek. Why am I a fan of Star Trek? Because as a little kid, it was on TV. And that was, like, we didn't, we had three channels, and we didn't have Marvel movies and stuff. We, there wasn't really hardly sci-fi on oh, no, theater, I, until I, Star Wars. I, I, was married, I, mean, was. I was married to a huge sci-fi nerd, and yeah. one thing that he pointed out is, like, sometimes, it's like, we watched these crappy shows because that was all there was. Right. It's like, yes, I watched the original Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Because yeah, well, that's I did, all we have. That's right. That's, yeah. that's actually right. I, and good. That's a good example. Yeah. That was a great example. I watched Battlestar Galactica because it, why? Because ILM did the freaking effects. Because it was the only thing on television you'd ever seen on television, effects wise, spaceship wise. It was like, whoa, this is high budget. This is like Star Wars because the guys who made Star Wars did this TV show. They got a green light because Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars really launched. We all know launched the whole sci-fi craze in popular culture, and that's great because I was a sci-fi fan and I read sci-fi stories. I mean, we had like two thousand and one until I mean there were other and and some cool TV shows. But here's the thing: so so I I I know some things about Star Trek. I can answer some trivia about Star Trek. In my defense. <laughs> 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 there is someone out there, and in fact, I'm kind of watched. I, I have a guilty pleasure. I watch these YouTubers who, who talk about Star Trek. They're mainly, they're mainly talk about Star Trek. They know so much more about Star Trek. Like I, I like. Um, what's the registry of the uh, ship in the Wrath of Khan? I don't even remember the name of it. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was that. I remember See, it. I, what was it? Botany. USS Botany, where they fly yeah. them out, and then, yeah. But see, that's not the the starship, though. No, that's true. But 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 yes. See, I would know that. That was just the show. See, see I would do Sorry. trivia, so I can do some of that. Like you, you and I, we was like, what's you know, Khan? Who's Khan? What's it was a ship? We could go, oh, Botany. Yeah, right? Botany or Botany Bay. I think it's it Botany Bay because yeah. it was named after the Darwin right thing, right? And so so we know some of that. But there are people who know so much more about Star Trek. And here's the other thing. Then there's cosplay. And then there's the <laughs> conventions and stuff. And see, I don't. I think the first convention I ever went to, honestly, the first convention I ever went to was a few years ago with this guy over here and, oh, his, and, and his crew. And, yeah. and the reason I went is because we had press passes and I had a camera and we yeah. filmed it and we put the films up and it's pretty fun actually like, I, uh, you know. I actually um, was and in San Diego time. oh San Diego I was in San Diego you know? uh, for the summer when I was 17 years old and saw in the paper that there was this uh, comic convention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I had gone to the one uh, in Los Angeles which was at the Ambassador Old Ambassador Hotel and it was literally like mm-hmm. you know 
30 guys with folding tables and boxes right. of comics. Right. Right. And this is, I would go and I would be one of like three females in the whole place. Right. And I, that's where I learned about like little indie comics and, and uh, alternative comics right. like, like Love and Rockets and Flaming Carrot and things like that. And I was like, but I also just loved, I loved comic books. I loved cartoons. I didn't like superhero stuff, but I liked cartoons and comic books. So I convinced my mother to take me to this comic book convention mm-hmm. at, at in San Diego. And at that point, yeah, it was in like an expo center or something. But again, it was like a hundred guys with folding tables and boxes full of stuff. And the highlight of the deal for me was uh, Mel Blank was one of the uh, was one of the the guests, and I got to actually meet Mel Blank. Wow. But That's it was cool. like nobody was dressed up in costumes, and nobody was walking. It, it wasn't the the parade of look at me that, that it's become, you know? And it also wasn't a, a huge deal for, for movie studios and television production to sell stuff. It was guys trading comic right. books. Right, right. I mean... <laughs> I mean, Vaughn Baudet was there. Yeah. You know, guys like that. Mm, no. Vaughn Baudet. Well, you know his work if you... So, never yeah. mind. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the way, just a coffee with curmudgeons trivia. Yeah. My aunt dated Mel Blank. My great aunt. I mean, she's really? gone, long gone now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine having well, sex he, with Mel Blank? I mean, what? But, it, but it, that's awful. <laughs> she did kind of. Weird voice. No, she, she was like, she was, she was, I mean, this was a long time ago. Quirky thing. Oh, gosh. My mind has gone way off. But he's talking about voice. I mean, when he was on, like, the Jack Benny show and stuff, I, yeah. he still had I that know. Mel Blank voice. Well, that's what she, she. I, she, one time we were out there on the farm. She lived on a farm. This was a long time. I was a little tired. There were so farms. We're talk- yes, there were farms. They were farms. Yeah. And we were out <laughs> on the farm. They actually had a farm. And we were like, talking one day, and I don't know how it came up. And I was a little kid, and she goes, oh, Mel Blanc. And I had known by that time who Mel Blanc was. I'd seen enough of those cartoons. And I loved those those. Uh, Warner Brothers mm. cartoons. Looney I love Tunes, those. Yeah. Looney Tunes. I love the Looney Tunes because they'd always be on. Like you'd watch that and Star Trek and Gilligan's Island and you know other stuff. But <laughs> love anyway. American Style after school. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> right, that and the uh, what oh, was it? God. The after school specials. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, and then the, you love American Style. <laughs> that's where Happy Days <laughs> came from. I, I used to go home junior high school. Oh, we used to right. go home that's right. after school to get home in time to watch reruns of uh, Love American Style. That's right. Alert the affiliates. <laughs> We're going overtime in the assisted living. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, and so it came up one day on the farm. And it was like, you know, I, yeah, he was when we were in school, like, because he grew up around, like, in rural Oregon somewhere. He's actually an Oregonian. Mm-hmm. Was an Oregon. Is an Oregonian. I mean, not anymore. He's dead. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, God, I just have horrible. I'm just, do you think it was like, yeah. that's all, folks? Bit it, bit it. Anyway, yeah, and she said, she said something like, she was kind of like, yeah, he was kind of weird. So it's like, <laughs> he's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Well, yeah, he was a freaking genius in a very weird, specific, yeah. niche way. Yeah. Of, think, course he, of course he was a little weird. I think, actually, because he was here, I think there's pictures. He, he liked, I think he worked for KGW or something like that. And mm. early, there's pictures of him on early uh, Portland radio, I believe. Mm. We've went down that rat hole. But anyway, uh so, so yeah, so there's always, like, then there's these conventions. And I think back then there would be, like, there was, like, the Oricon convention. One time I 
walked through it, right? And then it was like people in costumes, people dressing up as Spock and everything. And it was like, even then, as like an older kid, I was like, that's kind of weird. Why is that adult wearing weird Spock ears? You know, it just kind of was weird. Now it's the thing. I mean, it's like no, the, know, now it's like a whole, it's, it's, it has a name. I found it's it very cosplay. I know, but I mean, it's a thing that the you know? conventions have become heavily cosplay oriented. That's what which we is, filmed. They just had a convention just called Hero and Heroes and yes, Villains yes, Con, and where villains. it's like let's just yeah. ca- let's just cater straight to the people yes. who are dressing up. I saw which, that. Like not even pretend to be about anything well, else we, anymore. That's what Jason. That's what we ended up doing. We were, yeah. walked around the floor. We interviewed people, and we learned look around. And all these people we interviewed were in cosplay yeah. outfits and stuff. My favorite was uh, was Iron Man. Iron Man. We yeah. did a nice little shtick. We can't yeah. call him Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Downey, if that's your real name. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good but yeah. go up there. Those are fun, yeah, fun was, videos yeah. we did. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, it's it's this is all taken to a whole new level now. Yeah, I mean, you you are now the uh, outcast if you're not in full regalia. But it's so you detailed, know? though. That's the thing, you know. I mean, I yeah, I built the little models and stuff like the AMT, which you hard to find now. Like you think yeah. with all this stuff, you could go just go to the thing and order the the little, you know, I yeah, I had the Enterprise, and I had, so I was a nerd. I was that, but but again, comparatively to today. And the kind of cosplay and nerd stuff. I'm nowhere near. I'm a civilian. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could maybe name some characters in some Star Trek movies. I could give you some synopsis. But it's like the thing they do with Shatner where they ask Shatner all these detailed questions about, you know, in the episode, the day of the budget, and and then you walked into the cave, but then you took the... Uh, the uh, turbo shaft, but actually that's located on the other side of the bridge, and that was, you know, and Shatner's like, dude, stop. Because I'm 75 years old. Yeah. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. And he doesn't even talk. He just, which Shatner was there. That was my yeah. thing, yeah. is we didn't interview him, but Shatner was there. So we were in the room, and he's giving a talk, and I actually was yeah. filming it. And he doesn't even do the thing. He talked about some random weird thing about himself that nobody cared about. Because <laughs> he's Shatner. Because he's just like, hey guys, get out of here. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, okay, Bill. Yeah, we get it. So, but, 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 it, oh, oh, I know what it was. Like yeah. the Star Trek thing. There was one book. Well, there were other books after the show went off. People wrote novels, and some of the people wrote, like, uh, romance novels about Kirk and Spock or whatever. But there was one book that you could get for Star Trek, and it was called The Technical Manual, where they said, hey, we're going to make an actual Starfleet manual. Like, here's what you do as a cadet. And when you were a kid, we're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool, because it explains all the spaceships and the phasers and the United, the Constitution of the United States. And that was kind of cool. But that was one book one little book right in a very niche audience and when star wars started out what people don't know it was the same thing i have a couple of the original art books and stuff from star wars but there wasn't a lot out there then after that it like exploded and then the internet and everything and and so again now you literally like i'm not a star trek fan comparatively to the people who like like, they have their own fleets and their own mm. ships, and it's like Captain Don Taylor. And it's like, well, yes, I'm the NCC-1065, <laughs> the 
the Columbia class, and I am the captain, and this is my first man. And you're like, wow, okay, that's a lot of fandom right there. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just the guy on Earth trying to save the whales. I, I don't know. You know, anyway. how's that going? Not well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like it's kind of like I know that stuff, but there's always like you're, you're amazed. Uh, what I'm trying to say is you're amazed by the depth. Of the phantom, of the knowledge, like like a depth of like st- like studying, having a PhD in history, uh, Shakespeare, mm-hmm. you name it, that level, that depth, and that's 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 the thing that that blows me away. And then I guess that's what feeds all these like Marvel movies and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Why there's so many and why people go to them. So I'm just like I'm just like a dude who's just like. All right, I'll go to a movie. I'll I'll enjoy it or mm. not, you know. And then the Thor, the Thor. So so going back, the Thor movie was fun. It was a fun general thing, and I think actually, I think what the Thor movie did is I think thinking back on it now, here's my re-review of Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> is that it? I think it almost maybe pulled back from that a little bit where they realized they've been getting so in depth with the Netflix and the this and the that. Like, I don't know who Jennifer Jones is. I watched a little of the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then it just gets to be like, oh, are you going to wait for it? And it's like, I could do something over here or over there or do something else, right? My time, my time is, you know. But uh, the thing I think that I missed about Thor, that movie, is that it, it it did come off more as a just go to the movie. Like you didn't need to know anything about Thor, and it was I was kind of like, now who was that guy again? What's Anthony Hopkins? You know who was this guy and that guy, right? I don't think you needed to know any of that. You could just no. walk in and see the movie, and it's funny, and it's action, and it's funny. And that was part of that was you know? what what confused me is I didn't realize going in that it was going to be high comedy. And so it, mm-hmm. it, I, I was just sort of taken aback by the tone and just right. went, what? And so I, I sort of feel like I ought to give it another chance at I some know. point. Well, again, this is where my cloud of, <laughs> you know, because I was, I was kind of like, it was, they, they, there were some chuckles, you know? Yeah. And the actors, they, they get yeah. all these A-list actors. Weird, weird-ass Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, well, and people love that, right? Mm-hmm. They love him yeah. and his thing that he does on everything he does. It's just, just he walks in. It's like Portlandia, Thor. He's kind of Chris, like Christopher Walken at this point. Commercial. He just he just shows up and just does <laughs> and, his particular thing, and, and everyone why, goes, "I love you," and then he leaves. And why isn't Christopher Walken in any of these? He was in a Batman. Maybe that's why. Yeah. He was in a really awful Batman, mm. wasn't he? Yeah, he was really good in it though. Because well, he's, he's Christopher always, Walken, yeah, but, yeah, I know. But no, it was a bad movie. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. That was. What was the one? Wasn't it the Penguin and the? That yeah. was where the. That was the other. There were too many. Did. There were too many villains in that particular was that, movie. Was they that just, the Clooney Batman? Ooh, God! I, I mean, it just like one with like Mister Freeze and Poison I just, I just kind I of lump all of those together. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was not not a Clooney Batman. Maybe it was a a. Uh, um, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer Batman. Possibly. I mean, who casts Val Kilmer? Love Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Really do. As an actor. But who casts Val Kilmer as Batman? Well, I mean, Michael I Keaton mean, seemed like a really terrible casting decision at first. But he, was ter- but he was terrific. You know, 
You know what it was? The fans hated it. And even I was like, ooh, I don't know, Michael Keaton. Because he was known for his mm-hmm. comedy work. He's a great comedic. I love Michael. I was a huge Michael Keaton fan. And then they announced Tim Burton and Michael Keaton. And the fans were like, ah, not Michael Keaton, right? And um, You're going to ruin my Batman. And we were all like, yeah, you know, that's, that's going to be kind of weird. And a friend of mine pointed out, he goes, well, you know, he's a great actor. He's a great comedy actor. And most people who can do comedy can do other things. And secondly, have you seen that clean and sober movie? Mm-hmm. And it was like. Oh, yeah, that was really good because that was not a comedy, even though it was a Ron Howard film. Go check it. See, people don't mm-hmm. remember Clean and Sober. Go go check that movie out. But, um, uh, yeah, and so that was worked out. I mean, it was fine, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, okay, so Thor, my, my, my going back, it wasn't bad. It was okay. It had the humor. And the director had that character because he had done whatever. He did uh, What We Do in Shadows. Yeah, which, whatever Which, is, that which is. is, oh, it's really good. But it's a vampire movie. It's. Uh, see, it's, see. See, now we're going to talk vampires and zombies. And guess what? Doc Normal is really fatigued about next to Marvel what movies. What We Do in Shadows is a black comedy yeah. that sort of. Uh, parodies some of the the vampire stuff. I mean, it's it's it's, it's its own like different Shaun thing. Like Shaun of the Dead did for the zombies, right? Kind of, yeah. Kind only of. much more wry. Okay, but see, I have the same. This goes back. This fits in perfectly. The Marvel thing, uh, uh, the the vampire movies. You know, when that and right whatever came out with the, all those movies, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, my God, everything's a vampire. And then, you know, the Bram Stoker, I liked the Bram Stoker Dracula. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I mean, I had Gary Oldman, right? There's another thing. It's like Gary Oldman, you can put him in the crappiest movie ever, and it's still like, well, it's Gary Oldman, you know? Um, I like that. But after that, then it was vampire, 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 vampire. And I was like, I'm done with vampires, okay? They're not that scary to me. I mean... You know, and then what happened? What well, the vampire, that? The vampire Zombies. thing is not about being scary, though. The vampire thing is largely about being sex. sexy. Sex, mm. yeah. Mm. Well, those like the, the, that's like those movies, those well, novels. Yeah, my ju- jump the shark moment though was uh, Twilight because I, I kept yelling, "Vampires aren't sparkly! Vampires but, aren't sparkly!" But see, that was like the preteen you know? vampire. Oh, and then there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then there's Angel. See, and it just like starts piling on. It's American. <laughs> It's American. There's one thing Americans do. You get that thing and it's working for you. You pound it away. Oh, yeah. You no, know? it's like the, the Carl's I'm, Jr. theory of, uh, of making movies. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like add more crap to it. Make it taller and greasier. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's, how, that's how she won her third Oscar. <laughs> like, just put more crap into it. It's good. It needs an egg on it. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get me started at that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like as soon as Hollywood, as soon as you get anything in America, as soon as you get that thing, it's like we're gonna do more and more and more until it just explodes in your face or something. I mean, it's like like Hollywood movies. And here's the thing: we went to the Thor Ragnarok, which is a continuing series of something. It's not an original thing. We've had the Thor. Right? We've had this and that. It's like in a series of many, you know. But it wasn't, it wasn't, 
it did try to pull back from that a little bit. And I think I, I appreciate it for that. It just wasn't like as a fully functioning intellectual adult, something that I was looking forward to seeing, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, that's nice. More tons of CGI and comedy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. You Put know. more crap on it. How do you, okay. So as a critic, they, they do sell a beer though at that theater now though. So you, you did get to have a beer. <laughs> yeah. So, so as a critic, so this mm-hmm. is a great example as a critic, how do you address that? So here, so here's a movie. I I think when I thought about it later, it's like I know what I think about it. It's just not on my list. It's just not. It, it's a one off. It's a one shot. I would have waited. Maybe maybe I'll see it on Netflix one night while drinking a beer or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was. And the kid, you know, I don't have the little kids around. So here's the other thing: all these movies, Marvels and stuff, family movies and stuff, inundated with that as you're raising a kid. Once that's over, you there's all these creepy, weird movies that you totally missed because you're going to see the Finding Nemo 17 and all this crap, and you're just like, and you're just done with the family fair. I mean, you want to see David Lynch's weirdest rabbit thing or something. <laughs> you're just like, yes, please, just give me anything. You know, uh, Andy Warhol, anything. I don't care. Just give me something that... So what, what was your question? So my question is this. <laughs> I had to rant first. Okay, no, it's fine. So my question is this. How, as a critic, do you address, when you go into a movie like that, and I would say Thor was well-constructed as a family fair. Families went to that movie together. Mm-hmm. with the, Take the kids, get the popcorn and all that, watch the movie. Kids come out and go, oh, that was fun. That's fun. I love it when he made that joke and he killed that Gorgile thing or whatever, right? How do you address that with the fact that you just really this is not your what you're looking forward to as a movie i uh, as a critic as opposed to just somebody who's just going to a movie as a critic my uh i think i think i think i heard or read roger ebert say something similar once and it, it kind of gave me an in to, to an approach my approach to to writing reviews is, was generally does the film achieve what it promises its goals yeah, mm-hmm. is it so is it like so because you got to be able to appreciate every film on its own merits. Right. People think that critics go into movies and are, you know, comparing everything to Jean-Luc Godard. The big thing that I people do. always say is is they go, <laughs> "Well, it, it wasn't Citizen Kane." It's like I don't right. know why people have decided Citizen Kane is the go-to movie for comparing stuff to. But the thing is, right. a good critic, and I think most critics, first of all, we do go walk into everything hoping we'll like it. And also, you just basically want to. I did anyway. You want to. I want to take it on its own merits. So if I'm going to some kind of a high art indie sort of a movie, I want to. You know, is this going to actually entertain me? Is this going to actually show me something? Am I going to be moved by this in some way, or is it just tedious? I don't know. Right. But I can see a movie. You can see a movie like you know Triple X or Snakes on a Plane, and go. Did this movie deliver what it promised? Yes. There were a lot of fucking snakes on that fucking plane. <laughs> I got my money's worth. Yes, that, that movie that movie succeeded. So it's yeah. it's um and so with Thor Thor Ragnarok, what happens is I think I would have enjoyed it more ironically. You would have been there with me. <laughs> no, ironically I would have enjoyed it more if I had been going to it as a critic. Because mm-hmm. 
I would have done at least some preliminary research ahead of time. Right. And I would have known who the director was. Right. And I would have known it was going to be a comedy. Right. Because it took me off guard and I was just like, I don't understand what they're... It's too goofy. Why is it so goofy? It confused me. So I would have actually liked it a lot more if I'd known what I was doing when I walked into it. See, that's, that's my point. I mean, I, I, again, I, I think that that's... Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, I think that that was a thing. And then it was like, well, wait a minute. The thing is, it addressed the problem that we've been having in these superhero movies, like the DC, the whole DC thing, which is these are too dark. These are not fun. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this, this Batman, this Superman thing, oh, this yeah. is no fun at all. That I'm not having fun. You know, and I think that there was the they said that uh, what I read is that when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, the first one, and stuff, they realized Marvel was like, yeah, have fun, you know, and this is the thing that they're criticizing Ryan Johnson for for The Last Jedi. There's a lot of stuff that happens. And oh, what about the humor? And he's like, did you not see the humor in the original Star Wars? Yeah. Even the Empire Strikes Back, the dark Movie well, if you forget about those weird prequels, but the dark movie of the Star Wars series, The Empire Strikes Back, has a lot of humor in it. You know, there's a lot of Han Solo screws up, and oh, well, they were they they know. were an homage to Saturday, you know, yeah. after Saturday yeah. matinee serials. So, so, so yes, there's supposed to be sort of a an excitement and a lightness and a fun to them, along with you know, and that's where Lucas got off the rails with his prequels, oh, where God. he forgot to have. Fun. fun, yeah. <laughs> also, he's apparently just terrible at directing actors. Yeah. I was amazed at how he had so many good actors in those movies, and he made them bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, again, another, I mean, we one of these days we'll make a list of great actors that no matter how bad the movie is, they're still a great actor. Yeah. Ewan and, McGregor and, is on that list. And you think about mm. the guys like Samuel L. Jackson and stuff for now just yeah. going, God damn it, I was in the bad Star Wars movies. Now I can't be in any <laughs> of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. I can't get cast again. Oh, who knows? Maybe they'll <laughs> find a way. J.J. <laughs> Abrams will find a way to shoehorn something in. Who who knows? And who cares? It's not that You're the important. You're that other Sam Jackson's great-grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... <sighs> And you look exactly like him. <laughs> These, well, they they almost get into like Chinese cinema and stuff, where it's like almost that you could just go, you can retcon till the cows <laughs> come home. Like people are like, I can't believe they retcon this and retcon that. It's like Chinese cinema, baby. Retcon everything, every movie. It's like uh, that's the you know the identical half brother of this other dude who looks exactly the same. And then that. And again, let's yeah. let's go back to the the previous movies. I mean, you know, Luke and Leia were obviously not supposed to be brother and sister right, when they exactly. first started right. because they were set up to be love interests. Mm-hmm. That was something that was decided later after right. they realized how hot Harrison Ford was, basically, <laughs> and and probably saw that he and Carrie Fisher yeah. were were bonking, you know, in the trailers. Went, you know, we can work with this. But you know, it's a, what is the mitochondria is you know, oh, God, or whatever? Okay. You know, they, the crap that they did make up later. Like... This is not new. The okay. retconning is not new. Yeah, yeah. You cannot go down the Star Wars rat hole. We've already went down the. Can I Marvel. ask one Star? Wars? And Jason's just like, well, no. Like, I'm just he's like, she had a, <laughs> no. She had a very valid point about yeah. you know, Harrison Ford. The emerging sex symbol. The first thing that popped in my brain was, "Geez, that that Wookie was one great wingman," you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Going to the cantina, yeah. you know. Yeah, Wookie I know, right? Yeah. Well, and and you know what? Because we 
Okay. More, 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 more. Come on. You love it, don't you? Uh, that's that, my, that was disturbing. Well, that's my impression of Hollywood. <laughs> In many ways, actually, more the business of Disney or whatever. I, that, that was your segue to Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't really. No, it was more the accountants. More, more. We need more. More Star Wars. More, more, more. Someone more. just tuned in now like, oh, my God, they're playing charades. Yeah. <laughs> What is this? This is Seriously, though, we're going to get in, what, four months, five months, mm. a Chewbacca and a Han Solo and a Ron Howard and mm. a Clint Howard. Because, you know, well, Clint's going Clint, well, yeah. to be there. Because, oh, yeah. you know, you can't have a Ron Howard movie without Clint in it. Um, but, you know. Uh, uh, Clint has bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a life. So I mean, again, it's just like, yeah, it, I don't know. And then, and then, and then we have the Shape of Water. Then is this other movie, which is like, I just, mm, I don't know. I just that one I didn't see. I I'll, I'll tell you what, I like the Thor better than I like the Shape of Water. Not because it looked better. I, Shape of Water look. It was, oh, it looked great. Didn't have like good like. Filming and stuff. It was like, sure, sure, it did. But I, I don't know. I just, you know, and again, maybe it's because I don't like love or something. <laughs> I, I mean, how do you feel about the shape of water, right? Because no, we, we, we agreed movie. walking out, though. Movie. It looked really pretty. It's, it's gorgeous to look at. There are some real problematic problems with the script, but for the most part, the plot is really predictable and really pedestrian. Yes. And, but it has all of this pretty stuff plastered on top of it, so people are sort of dazzled and impressed by it. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like people are just, like, freaking out. Like, this is the best movie ever. And I'm like, really? Really? I mean, it wasn't... It, it, they're all, like, like it's... Can I, if someone said, can I watch that? Is it watchable? It's like, yes. Yes, it's watchable. You could take your two hours, get the popcorn, watch it. Okay? Done. It's watchable. It's not unwatchable. I mean, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, talk about movies. I'm just getting so stressed out about this right now. Because wow. I'm so disgusted about Hollywood and just the... Because yeah, you know, I'm, glad that I, I'm glad that I came and I sat into it because now it's like uh, really, uh, really having to, to, to rethink this whole... Uh, yeah, exactly. The, whole, the new project <laughs> I, that we were talking well, about doing, I, which is about... Well, that's your teaser. Teaser. <laughs> it's teaser. It's about movies. Yeah. It's it's it's. it's, it's mm. You're. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like. Don't ask me about movies. I'll just be like cranky. But uh, <laughs> and the thing is, is you just go back and you get like the curmudgeon way. Yeah. You yeah. just go back and get old movies and watch old movies and go. Well, there's so much better, and it's in black and white, and there's no CGI. <laughs> I mean, I, I think about uh, the, the Twin Peaks. Okay. The Twin Peaks uh, rehash, which is, yes, it's another rehash. But there was some pretty interesting stuff that happened in there. Sure, it was like, let's go back, let's do this and this and this. But there was like an episode in there that was just like, David, you know, hi, I'm David Lynch. Did you forget about me? You know? And, and it was like really like a bit... I mean, people who are the fans, like I'm a fan of David Lynch, 
you know, a lot of people were like, okay, this is amazing. Some people were like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but at least it was like something where it's like, I'm going to take something you like and we're going to go to some, we're going to try to take it somewhere else. And I don't, uh, funny enough, I don't see Lynch as being a guy who likes to redo his stuff. So the fact that they were able to get him back to do a new Twin Peaks. Well, I think he wanted to do something else with Twin Peaks for years because he, he had said like, he just loved yeah. that world that he'd created. Yeah. So he did want to do something eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I think particularly since he had set it up. To be yeah. like twenty five years later, it's like right. why you know. Well, what else are you going to do? It, right? it worked out. Yeah, yeah. And he's 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 got a great cast, an amazing cast. And uh, but yeah, there was just stuff in there that was like that surprised you, that pulled you back. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh wow, the the okay. electric brain tree. Yeah. Was my favorite thing, I have to say. Well, <laughs> uh, I just sat there with this huge smile on my face. For some reason, that delighted me. That was very Lynch. That was yes. very Lynch. Uh, the, uh, which I love the people this Christmas who had the... Had the <laughs> actually, it was the Charlie Brown... T- the rain, yeah. right. uh, the, um, the uh, You know, out of all of it, you know the one that was like blew you away? No big spoilers. But the grandson. Mm. Remember the grandson? Oh, yeah. The hyper-violent Yes. Grand- I mean, that was just like, you were like, whoa, but... The and, the way, and the way that entire storyline played story out was played really out. unexpected, Amazing. but also yeah. also really solid. Not, not, exactly. not freaky weird in the David Lynch way. It was, it was really solid writing. Yes. You know, and that was, and that was nice. Because it's nice that, that there's something to kind of ground you right. in, in, in a show like this where so much is weird and cerebral and dreamlike and you're spending a lot of time going i don't understand what's happening right now <laughs> right but then you yeah and that one was like you peel the onions and you start doing the peel and it's like oh oh okay i i see what's going on there you know and people are talking and people are talking about it a little bit it's like hey what's going on there oh actually that what's going on there is this thing there and, oh yeah i spent a lot of time yeah. after the fact yeah. going on the internet and reading other people's yeah. things and going did anyone else understand what I just said? Yeah, it was. Um, well, and then there was the thing. I started it without rewatching some of it, and all my friends had actually gone back and rewatched. And so then it was like about a little, little before halfway, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, like the first season was like you can blow through that pretty quickly it's not that many episodes it's the second season that has a lot more but also as as problematic as the movie is i think you don't really understand what -hmm. happened to laurel palmer and you don't Mm -hmm. understand the nature of bob if you don't watch fire walk with and that's what they said uh, actually that's what they said they 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 were like uh i remember they were talking about they were like well if you go back watch the movie you'll understand more if you watch the movie you can go watch the series but the movie is the one you know your two hours there or whatever but um yeah and then there's that whole thing like with violence like a lot of you know and and this is david lynch right he has violence Mm -hmm. in his films and i don't like violence but when i watch a david lynch film and there's violence in it i'm okay with it why is that right Mm. why 
does it work there, but it doesn't work. Why is it like, oh, yeah, great. There's a lot of violence. I think for me, violence in a Lynch film works for the same reason that violence works in, uh, and we've talked about this, in certain Tarantino films. Yeah. It's the idea that there are consequences to violence, that yeah. there are ugly, ugly consequences. And you see, getting back to watching all the, the, the superhero movies, it's all bloodless and clean, and you've got faceless stormtroopers and SWAT guys and what have you getting yeah. cut down by Wolverine, and you don't ever see you know, eviscerated guts and blood spurting and all of that. It's like it's bloodless and clean, and you go, yay, the heroes are killing tens of thousands of people by smashing into buildings. Yay! And and it's it's just excitement and sport as violence. And mm. I frankly appreciate films that show you that violence is ugly. Yes, And yes. The, the aftermath of yeah. gunplay and knives and, and whatnot is really ugly and unpleasant. Well, you know where it started for me? It was the old, this is corny as hell, but the A-Team. Every time they shot their guns or cars crashed, they always showed people getting out of the cars. Oh, they're okay. They right. didn't hurt anybody. Come on. It, you know, like you're talking about violence. There, there's a, there are consequences for that. And people just, especially Hollywood, they could gloss over it because, you know, no one wants to see the family, you know, at the funeral crying afterwards. Right. They just, it's a car crash, you know. Yeah, a giant robot, like, you know, falls down in the middle of a New York City street. <laughs> and you're thinking, you're so, and, and it's like, whoa, yeah. that was cool. And, but in the back, me in the back of my mind, I'm going. Hundreds of people were just killed. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Well, uh, boy, I mean, it, it, it's it's complicated. It, it, each situation is different, and you're absolutely right. You, there's two. Like when you see a Godzilla movie, you know what you're going in for. Right. Oh yeah, that tr- Godzilla ripped that train right <laughs> off the tracks, and people are falling out of that train. It's okay. It's a guy in a rubber suit. Right. We all know. And it's fun. It's like, oh, Smith stepped on someone's pagoda again. Mm. That I, insurance out there in Tokyo must and then be. You get the, you know. in, in, all the, in all the Godzilla movies, there's always that line. You know, yeah. the, the yeah. two people in the, in the street, they look up, Godzilla. And the other one goes, what does he want? <laughs> all the, every movie like, what does he want? Godzilla. Yeah, best paying job in the world, though, you, the most work, uh, contractor yeah. in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just, you got crap to rebuild, like, all the time. It's going to be built more than Rome, for gosh sakes. Every movie they're taking so out the that, Lower East Side. Is that what's yeah. missing, though, with the. You, you talk about the giant robots. I think they did that in the Avengers, the DC, the Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. that stuff. There was a bunch of buildings falling over they and stuff. They started, though, addressing it, I think, because I'm not the only one that had an issue with it. They yeah. started addressing it in the superheroes more and more. Like, there was... The, and I can't... They're all mashed together in my head. So I don't remember if it was an Iron Man movie or an Avengers movie, but there were there were people... In this one area, and the the area was being lifted up off into space, and they were all going to die. And they mm. went out of their way to like get all of the people off of the thing. Right. right. They they actually it's like I'm seeing this more and more that you've got like uh, Captain America running into the buildings and getting the people out of the way and sending them down like into the subway or something to get them out of out of the line of fire. Right. Because that was an issue that people had with that one uh, with Man of Steel, the Superman. Yes, movie. that's that's. The one I'm is that about. the That's the, one I'm, the Superman yeah. of the comics and the Superman traditionally? He saves everybody. He would not be fighting a villain 
in a, a, a crowded city like that. Right. He would grab the guy and whisked him <laughs> out of town. We're going outside for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he wouldn't have put all of those people in danger. To the moon, it Alice. Was, it was out of, out of character. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. That's what Christopher Reeves it was like, we're, we're going to take this outside. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it, so, Godzilla, mm-hmm. uh, Man of Steel, and these movies. Mm. Godzilla, those movies were made in the wake of the aftermath of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. And I think we, you, I mean, again, I'm, I'm throwing this out here because we have an expert. Jason, we actually <laughs> yeah, have yeah. real live expertise right here, right? And, and so, so uh, that's kind of overlay of the Godzilla films if you realize that, well, this is post-war cinema in Tokyo. The city's being destructed. This is post-war after the nuclear holocaust of... Um, yeah, there, there's a point to mm-hmm. the peril, yeah. other than just pure entertainment. And in Man of Steel and the Marvel movies, with these buildings crashing and everything, this is post 9-11 America. Mm. How, I mean, the parallels I get when I see the parallels, maybe I'm just... I'm not uncomfortable with the Godzilla because that's not my reality, right? I mean, we weren't alive. We weren't around when the war ended. But uh, but we were around for 9-11. And you kind of cringe at some of that because the imagery, I I think, when I see some of that stuff, and I'm thinking this is a family kids movie. This is like the, this is the man where you're watching that imagery going, you know, this is imagery that disturbs me. Because of nine eleven, have you? I mean, have you ever given any thought to that, or how that, or that is, is it? There's a sensitivity that should be there. Or, I, mean, I think there is a sensitivity that should be there. I think that that uh, I think that Hollywood, when you see uh, what they do, films and, and television shows in the wake of tragedies, right. they will put things on hold briefly. Yes, that 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 they think will be sensitive, like oh, you know, our yeah. episode of Law and Order this week was going to have a bunch of guys getting shot up in a school, and since there was just a school shooting, how, right. we're right. not going to show that one for three more weeks. Right, right after nine eleven, there was a movie that was supposed to be released, and they actually stopped. I mean, stopped it and pushed it back like three months. Yeah, because uh, they say some of the imaging was it was. Well, was it uh, the Spider? I remember that the Spider Man movie, the Spider Man movie was coming out and it involved the the posters actually I wonder if that had the World a, Trade yeah. Center and they had to just like totally shut mm-hmm. everything down redo the artwork that may and have everything. been it yeah because there's one where they like yeah you know, I mean it, it was like you know I mean these are the World Trade Centers were iconic mm-hmm. yeah. imagery one, 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 so, uh, one show that actually handled that really really well was Fringe Oh. Uh, they had a um, yeah. basically uh, part of the the plot of the show involved um, multi dimensions, uh, a, a parallel world to ours. And uh, when they see the par- the parallel, the the first image that she sees when she goes to New York and she walks through the thing and comes out, first thing she is she sees that the World Trade Center, yeah. the, the, the buildings are still standing, and that and it it was. Excellent as far as a storytelling moment yeah. that like she real like boom you are you are in this other dimension but also it was a very powerful image the idea hmm. that 
oh my God, in this world, this mm. version of our Earth, that didn't happen. And to actually see the building standing actually was, it, it really was jarring. And and it worked. It, it was actually a good little piece of television. Huh. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I believe, I mean, it, it sounds, to me, it sounds a little like... Mm, well, it was know, a couple but, of years know. afterwards, so there was some time in between. Yeah, but so, a couple of years. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. it, it, it worked. It, it worked as a, I think, as a storytelling technique. Th- so what... Uh, hmm. See, so what I see through my lens is that, um, especially when I see even now in 2018, like when I see like, oh, maybe the CBS lineup or whatever, or maybe other lineups as well, mm-hmm. is like after all of that, after 9-11, war on, war on terror and all this stuff, I see what Hollywood comes in after everything settles down and almost fetishizes, if that's the right word, mm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the Navy SEALs, the this, the that, we're getting the terrorists, we're getting this, this, the, the, the Man of Steel, buildings falling down. Have you seen this imagery before? And that's what I find disturbing. That's, again, again I, welcome to indictment on Hollywood you know, with Doc Normal. <laughs> this will be a new show I'll be launching just by myself yelling at the camera. Um, you know what I'm saying? No, I do. It's, it's, um, but the thing is that for the most part... Uh, Hollywood writing is very simplistic. They, first of all, they want to hammer on tropes that mm-hmm. they know work, that they know have sold before. Mm-hmm. There's a, a great uh, musical group called Writers in the Sky who do uh, old Western style swing music. And they have this gag that they do all the time where one guy will say something like, you know, we should do a, an up-tempo yodeling number. And one of the other guys <laughs> nice. will say, well, has it been done before? Like, yes. Then we know it works. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And um, and so, and that's, that. there's that. And then, yeah, there's the exploitation of mm. people's uh, fears and of uh, the things that they know people are emotionally sensitive to at, at, at any certain time period in time. And so, yeah, post 9-11, we did see, I think, an up, uptick. We did see an uptick in brown-skinned bad guys, uh, you know, Middle Eastern oh, sure. bad guys, yeah. uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Egyptian kind of looking bad guys in in right. all of your CSI shows and your NCISs and, and that sort of thing. Because... On a cultural level, it had been decided that these these were our enemies. Now these were our bad guys. So you know, in the seventies, it was it was black guys. Mm-hmm. You know, almost all of your criminals in your in your seventies and your early eighties shows were black because culturally, there was this. Uh, I think the civil rights movement made a lot of white people really really scared and really really nervous. Mm-hmm. So, so it was it was a it was a an easy shorthand to make them criminals in TV shows. This is where I'm supposed to say it's 2018, Don. We're not... <laughs> but, 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 I, I have a feeling that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more hysterical women as uh, as criminals in oh, in, wow. uh, in you know Law and Order SVU and whatnot. The prediction. Yeah. Wow. 
Huh. Wow. Okay, that, that that just blew my mind. You're ripped, you're ripped yeah. from the headline shows. Good night, everybody. Show, show yeah. ang- angry women taking their event, their revenge wow. on, yeah. on men. Wow. Yeah. 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 Which which this is like uh, we're gonna have a production meeting after this. The three Mind of us were writing blow. the script right now. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make some money. That's right. Taking notes, Don. Yeah. Can you slow down a little bit. What else you got? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. Well, you know, I I didn't even. I, no, yeah. That didn't even cross my mind, but logically, that, the yeah. argument is like <laughs> Jason and I are like, yeah. Well, there's your. That's 2018, right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, CSI, <Yeah>. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CSI, Albuquerque, CSI, whatever city they're going. CSI, bad dates gone wrong. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, that just pretty much like floored. It's not often I'm just like kind of floored, but but you're actually you're pretty good at that. Just shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. But no, no, I was like, yeah, I mean, no, I never thought of that like that. And you're right. I mean, yeah. I can, I can but definitely I mean, see. That, but that's, that's again, that's an indictment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hollywood, you know, there's a lot more subtlety and a lot more ideas that. What about the come out, okay? If there's like the 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 angry woman scenario, right? <laughs> Jeez, no, no. no. Are they gonna... Thanks for giving him a bone. <laughs> well, no. I, I just thought next are you going to see like the white extremist sort of uh, Charlottesville sort of? Well, torch? no, 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 no. See, see, that's the thing, and I think that I that's I think my I, take yeah. on what Don is not. Let me step in and speak for you. <laughs> Please explain what I meant. No, because that was actually my thinking before you laid out the 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 woman villain thing was that I was like as you were thinking about like the terrorist, this is a yeah. brown person from a Middle Eastern country, and it's like, but you don't have a white dude walking into a Las Vegas hotel. Gotcha. With no. an arsenal. That's, well, well, well that with the know, whole Right wingy yeah, thing. Yeah, you, know? you don't you don't I mean, have a whole bunch of ranchers taking over the, the Bundy people towns, yeah. you know, or, or whatever. Yeah, you don't know, really. It, it it hasn't been utilized much, and I no. I don't mm. know why that is, other than the fact that I think that there's a fear that uh, Trump's base is actually bigger than it than it really yeah. is, and they think it'll it'll affect ratings. If they actually, you know, really? insult white supremacists, I don't know. Really? I mean, um, wow, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the why they don't ones. address yeah. it, other than the fact that I think hmm. in the writers' room, when you've got predominantly male white writers trying to come up with ideas for bad guys, they think other, that, someone yeah. other than me. Hmm. That does, you know, that does bring in the that's great context for the word deplorables. I mean, think about it. She can't, you know, the basket of deplorables. And that was, that went over like, a, you know, to the right, that went over like a lead balloon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, how dare you? Righteous indignation. How dare you? Huh. So, yeah, I can, huh. Yeah. Well, hmm, I'm going to ponder that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but, but, we hear of more diversity in the writer's room today. And I think there is some, but also if you have a room, I mean, you think about the dynamic, and this is something that is, we're having a huge cultural conversation about right now, the dynamic between uh, women in a predominantly male environment. It's... Right. You've got a writer's room where you have, say, 10 writers. Mm -hmm. Eight of them are men. 
Mm-hmm. The two women are going to get shouted down a lot. They're going to get yeah. outvoted. Yeah. They're going to get, uh, you know. <laughs> and if you work for Harvey Weinstein. Oh, God. Never mind. Sorry. You know, it's, it's, no, it's, I, a, it's, yeah. I've, I've been, I, you know, I was a chef for a number of years and I was the only woman who worked in a kitchen. I've been in those situations where right. I'm the only woman in a very male environment. And it is a different dynamic. You have to behave differently. You have to talk differently. You have to um, you have to approach things differently. Men will speak to each other in the most brash and crass ways, <laughs> but the one woman in the room has to go, excuse me, uh, excuse me, can, can I get past you here? Excuse, could you hand me that? Thank you so much. Otherwise, you're a shrew and a bitch. Right. And so I don't doubt that. I think, I would imagine that, I know that writers' rooms tend to be very salty, mm-hmm. and women do have to hold their own. But I also don't doubt that they get shouted down and, and outvoted a lot, like a lot. So, mm. so a, a, a writer's room is essentially like a, a commercial kitchen. In a lot of ways, I mean, yeah, I, I, with laptops. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like any, a lot of professional any environments. Profe- any profession, you know? yeah, any environment, any profession that you have predominantly men and they have you have been predominantly men traditionally, there is going to be mm-hmm. a sense of, you know, in a lot of cases, you're you're different. You're not like us. Mm-hmm. Oh, how, how nice it is that we have a couple of women here for your woman perspective. Wow. Give us your woman perspective here on the instead of just a you know I'm also a writer and I am from the same world that you are. Why do you think my brain is different? Hmm. Well, because that's culturally what we believe. We believe that women and men have different brains, and they yes, we have different cultural experiences. But it's not like you know I'm not capable of you know writing a bloody death scene just as well as some guy is. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So Well I think a lot of guys are learning uh about women's experiences in general. Mm. Yeah. You know? And I'm not talking about like I'm talking about the average bloke. <laughs> you right, know? It's right. like, oh Oh, oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. You actually are threatened a lot and all the time. It's like, really? You know, yeah. I mean, I, quite honestly, I don't think that that crosses dudes' minds, you know? I mean, because it's not, yeah. or guys don't feel that way. I mean, you might feel that way in certain situations, but you don't go through, right. I mean, it's like racism, right? You don't, you don't go, like, say, you don't meet a member of the opposite sex. You don't meet an attractive young lady and... The two of you agree to go to one of your homes, a private location, yeah. and, and smooch with each other. And you're not thinking, I hope she doesn't kill me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, there's a big difference right there. Right, right. Well, I was thinking about You the- don't think, I'm certainly taking a chance here that this guy might turn out to be a murderer. Right, right. Which is something yeah. that, yes, women think, women are aware of. Or, you know. Well. Yeah. Rapist or something. You don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You don't. You don't get into an Uber yeah. and and look, check the guy out and think, okay, he doesn't look like a threat. Right. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 and 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 that it, that discussion along with the follow-on of, of what we with racism, right? Mm. The same thing. Mm. It's like you know, yeah. it's like you're white and it's like cops or whatever. Oh, I'm you know, I'm okay. We're good here. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but. You're not, you're white, you know? Right. It's like a different experience. So how, okay, 
So now that we've uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, meet the depressed. I love that meet the depressed. Meet Jason. The depressed um, you got me going like someone. Yeah, it's like mm, I can't wait to see the coffee mugs. Oh my gosh. Find a sad font. Yes. <laughs> Hobo. <laughs> Hobo. <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. little Emmett Kelly. Uh, never mind. Uh, so now that we're thoroughly meet the depressed, what what do you, what do you think the future holds? Yeah. Do you think it's yeah. actually going to change? Do you think that there's uh, actually light there in Hollywood or do you think it's just we're going to like kind of bounce along you mean and, the, the whole in the, mm. the wake of the B2 movement and all of that well, sort of it, thing it, I mean what I, we'll just put it all together I mean it's it's the it's, I think there's three we I think there will things. be racism a Me small too, change and the yeah. whole I think there will be know. a very small change because if you look at if you look back like I don't know 30 years ago uh, when we first started talking about date rape, we first started talking about uh, whether or not it's a woman's job to protect herself and how to be safe. And, the, and, there, and the, there was a huge conversation about that at the time when suddenly it was like, what? Date rape is a thing? And suddenly right. there was a word for it, and everyone mm-hmm. talked about it. And... And then another, you know, 15 years goes by and then suddenly we're having still having problems with this on college campuses. So Mm -hmm. we start this whole thing of like no means no. And you have to make sure you get consent. And people, again, men pushing back and going, well, that's going to be unsexy if I have to actually make sure she says yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and and there was a small change. And we had, I think there was a little bit more sensitivity. Now we've got this big thing that is going to be the conversation du jour for another couple of months. Right. And I think there will be a small amount more sensitivity that will come from that. But this is certainly not going to change everything. I mean, when when sexual harassment in the workplace became an issue that was discussed, there were huge changes in behavior, mm. overt behavior in the workplace. But did actual sexual harassment stop? No. No, it just it just shifted. It just became a little bit more subtle, a little bit, you know, less there 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 wasn't actual ass grabbing anymore. It was more a matter of still just uh verbal and psychological and and within just the professional level of who has the power and who doesn't. As long as men still have a, a large amount of power over women, and and women are still culturally taught to be accommodating, mm. which we are. We are taught to be nice and to be accommodating. There's going to be problems. There are still going to be problems. This isn't going to. We're not just going to suddenly fix it all. So because we're all talking about it right now, we're going to talk about it for about three more months, and then something else will will. Shiny will get our attention. Oh, look, a squirrel. Yeah, and yeah. there will be a little bit of, of improvement. Because yeah. that's how humans operate. Huh. In, well, my, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I mean, I think you're all right. Well, uh, usually it's like, yeah, we'll talk about it and then something else. Um, I, I just, I'm just trying to figure out if Hollywood, if, if, if this, I mean, it, it'll, it'll work its way in the narrative for sure, as you 
yeah. said. But, will but what's funny to me is that, that it's hurt? what I find hilarious about Hollywood is that the sensitivity uh, that has become the norm on screen yeah. has not been fulfilled behind the scenes oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, it's exactly. great in an award show when you get up there and give right. a moving speech, mm-hmm. but the day-to-day grind in Hollywood, yeah, yeah. absolutely right. You do these yeah. movies that are all trans-positive and pro-woman, and yeah, we're not going mm-hmm. to have a guy going, hey, little lady, go get me a cup of coffee anymore, because that's not sensitive. But we're still going to behave exactly like that. Meanwhile, the you casting know, in, in couch. The, in the oh, yeah. offices, you know, and yeah. and the and the casting offices and in in the the executive suites, it's right. like they're not changing their own behavior. They're just changing the the. They're aware of the cultural perspective, but their own sense of entitlement is so huge that they don't feel like it's necessary to change their own behaviors, and that's where the problems are. Yeah, the whole Hollywood thing is weird to me because that's always. I mean, the the con, uh, and I, this is, does not justify this at all. But the concept of the casting couch mm-hmm. has been out there since always day, day zero since the first since systemic could, yeah since movies began such a thing right. And again, this is not justifying that. That's bad. But it's like if you're just like, you know, I'm a young gal from the Midwest, and I'm gonna get on a bus and go to Hollywood. And it's like. Mm, Time out. Maybe not such a good idea, you know? Unless you're willing to be, say, a, you know, let's throw a name out there like Sharon Stone. And Mm -hmm. you go into it with a full intellectual understanding of what you're getting into, and you decide that you're just going to play that game to your own benefit. And there are a lot of actresses that have done that. A lot of women who are movie stars right now have done that. They. They played that game, and they decided that you know it's worth feeling icky to 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 get ahead now, in my career. Like, again, this is not a justification. It's just a. It, it was just like when the Hollywood thing unfolded. It was like, were you surprised? I was surprised. Were we, you know what I mean? It was like, am, am I? I mean, it was it was bad. Yeah. And then the Weinstein thing, it's, mm-hmm. as example, it, but it was still like, well, were you like like yeah. this was not a place you went. You know, it takes it takes somebody it's coming like going forward, to Vegas, right? It's, it's like yeah. I'm going to go make my way in Vegas. I'm going <laughs> to in Sin City. I'm going to go make my way. I mean, yeah. but to me, Hollywood and Vegas are like pretty much. Which is you why know. Showgirls is a brilliant film. There you go. <laughs> I could there spend a half an hour explaining to you why Showgirls well, is we, a brilliant we're film. Have to, like, Done. Showgirls go. <laughs> Didn't we say that it was yeah. Paul Verhoeven and uh, Kyle MacLachlan? Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Sure, I have to watch it. I think I saw it once, like a long time ago, so I don't remember it. Mm. Was that the one with the uh, young lady from Saved by the Bell? Yes, it was, indeed. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Gina Gershon? Gina Gershon. Oh, oh, oh. Big, hey, the Gershon. always delightful Big Gina Gershon. Yeah. You know what? Always delightful. Yeah. Always I heart Gina. I loved her back in the day. <laughs> Emoji time. And I love her even more now. And that's the other thing, too. I like, you know, it's like, I, I, you know, curb your enthusiasm, Gina Kirshner. Oh, oh, you can go up to YouTube and just watch all the scenes with her and um, and uh, and uh, Larry, David. Larry David. Thank you. Brain's not working today, but uh, oh, gosh. She's funny. <laughs> She's very funny. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so 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 you're telling me it's not really going to get. It's not really. I think gonna, it's. I think things, some things are going to get better. I think that in. I think that in certain cases, I, at least for a while, I think men are going to be nervous and aware mm-hmm. of their own behaviors. Mm. I my concern is whether or not the mass the majority of men who engage in these behaviors are going to actually realize that they're wrong right rather than just realize that they should be more careful and not get caught let me ask you this question do you think it's generational that things will get better 30 years down the line because the younger yeah. millennials have been taught I, this is unacceptable i do i do believe that i think i think that uh and i think that women young women are are learning to have more agency Mm-hmm. Uh, over their bodies and their sexuality, and yeah. they're learning that that it that it is up to them, you know, if they engage in something that it's not that they're not going to be as easily coerced and easily swayed, and they will get pissed off yeah. when yes. when men attempt that. So, and I, th- I think that'll be a, a big but change from a male perspective. Okay, um, I, I think you're absolutely yes. From the male perspective, we heard in the past that it's well, well, it's all these older guys who don't know what they're doing and stuff. That's not true. Silicon Valley, the startup culture, the bro, these are young guys. Mm -hmm. Uber, the culture at Uber. Travis, I just read the New York was New York Times. One of just a new article out on uh, Uber and Travis, Mm. you know, the CEO there, and it's just it's like uh, this is like. When I was aware of that culture, that bro culture in Silicon Valley of these young guys and stuff, it was like, is this a locker room? Is this a sp- I mean, what is this? I mean, well, it, was like, it was like nobody, are, you know. Younger people are stupid. Let's, hey. let's start with that. Is that they there don't, goes our demographic. That's the title of today's show. <laughs> they don't have as much... They don't have as Everyone much. in assisted living right now is like, going, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you tell them, Don. You tell them. They, they don't have as much experience in life. Oh, they haven't gosh. learned a lot. They are oh, basically kind of dumb, men and women alike. They're kind of stupid. And add to that that as long as we as long as we have a culture where uh, boys are taught that yeah. that girls and women are things that they deserve yeah. to mm. win in video games and that yes. they deserve yeah. to get from drinking the right beer or wearing the right body wash and that if they just do the certain things and push the right buttons that they'll get girls because they deserve to have them as things then mm. there's going to be a problem and you add to that young men who are a little bit on the stupid side and in something like silicon alley now they've got money yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's just an ugly recipe all the way around. So, uh, let me amend that a little bit. <laughs> Boys are stupid. No, young, girl, young girls well, are stupid. Women are stupid okay. when they're young too. Well, equal opportunity. That's how a lot. That's how a lot of the I stuff, do, like with the Aziz and Sorry thing, happens. Right. I, is uh, that is that uh, going into a situation saying I really like him, I'm attracted to him. Oh my God, he's being awful. Okay, but now he's not being awful anymore. I'll stick around because maybe he'll be nice again. Oh, yeah. now he's being nice. Oh, now he's being awful again. At, at some point, it's like you, you keep rolling that dice and then going along with what's happening. And that comes from inexperience. That comes from your fight or flight uh, instinct makes you freeze. Mm-hmm. And you just go along instead of you know digging in and saying, 
I have enough self-esteem to not put up with this crap. And that's something I think that comes for a lot of women that comes with age and experience. Mm -hmm. That when you're young, it's you don't have the self-esteem and you don't have the experience to think to yourself, I don't have to put up with this shit. I'm getting out of Mm -hmm. here. By the way, I'll be putting uh, I'll just uh, be putting up the graphic here with Don Taylor's uh, phone number, voicemail, <laughs> and her email. Again, Don Taylor. And, and, you know. If you would like to contact Don Taylor, please. <laughs> I mean, again, we do we do actually just get mad at me. It's fine. No, I mean, you can think you take can it out of me. We like our voicemail. If it works, oh, there it goes the voicemails and all that stuff. That's fine. You can you can contact us, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I do have to say. I have met, I know some young people, maybe high school age, not boys necessarily, young women who are actually very thoughtful. And I, yeah, very I think they are getting much more culturally aware of their life. understand a lot of yeah. this. Like, could step in and go, well, here, I mean, and, and you're right, there's lack of experience. And I think you can't, you can't, there's nothing you can do for lack of experience other than experience. Honest to God, I, I think mm-hmm. that the young people who are coming in as teenagers now, are already showing much more awareness of this than people say in their twenties and their thirties. Here, here, here's a great example, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, speaking of offspring, uh, uh, Logan Paul, Paul Logan, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul, Logan Paul. Yeah, uh, here's a great example, right? Here, this is the YouTuber, and this made the headlines, right? He's he's huge. He's gigantic on YouTube. No one our age or anything knows who the heck this guy is, right? But YouTube is like where where you watch stuff. I like YouTube. I would watch YouTube. But anyway, he he's huge. He's got the kids. He's got a big audience with kids and all that. And um, he's the guy who was in the news a couple weeks ago. He went to Japan. Like the kids follow him, and it's young kids too. Mm-hmm. And he went. He goes out in the forest where there's this place in uh, the, the Japan, su- the suicide, the suicide forest. forest, and they come uh-huh. upon a guy suicide and becomes this youtube thing and then he gets shut down and you know there's this huge reaction and i brought this up with the kid because you know and and i think what uh, experience wise what we're talking about here don is that these like you said this current teenagers and stuff they're all the ones who grew up with the internet from day one youtube was there day one Right. This is to us. It's like, yeah, I remember a time when, you know, we can just ignore this because this is but this is part of their lives and they have to navigate through YouTube. And I I brought it up and it was like, yeah, the Logan Paul thing. And she was like, well, he's he's an awful guy. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I kind of get that. Not just but this incident, but I kind of get the whole thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's done this and this and this. And then it's like, and and his followers, his audience is like little grade school kids. I went up online just actually the last day or so and saw a thing. He faked. He he uh, he did a thing on YouTube uh, in front of a bunch of little kids. We're talking grade school age kids that follow this guy, right? And he goes out in the window and is yelling at him. And a guy with a paintball gun shoots him with a paintball. And he fakes a guy shooting his brains out to these little kids. This literally happened. You can go mm-hmm. see this on YouTube. And then, of course, he finally gets up and goes, ah, it's all fake. That was fun, wasn't it? And there's all these little – we're not – I mean, these, these, these kids are not high school age. Right. And I'm like, what 
the I mean, as a parent, like yeah. back in the old day, we'd be like, oh, come on. no, 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 you know, this is not funny. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not funny in the wake of uh, mass shootings yeah. and things like that. And then this guy, this guy, he's just like banking. He's just like, I don't care. I'm doing outrageous things. And right now, you know, the, the and the news loves bad Internet stories because, you know, you know, people want CBS wants you to buy more Jared Hall and watch their <laughs> crappy old people shows like 60 Minutes. Um uh, so they want to tell you all about the bad internet, but but you know there's like this this supposedly this uh, uh, ch- challenge where you eat the uh, stuff in the I don't know the laundry detergent or whatever. And I, I know most kids that would be like, uh, no, what are you? That's crazy. But we had this whole thing, and I had this discussion about the cult of personality. And that, and I'm like, you know, this is really just all the cult of personality. This guy's, he's like a Kardashian. He's a useless, there's no, uh, you know, when you follow a band or a musician or an, there's a skill, you know, you, you have to have a skill. There's got to be somebody that you follow that it's like, wow, that guy's a great guitar player. And so I like the music. There's a reason to follow. They may be a crappy human being, but they're, they're doing yeah. something. Right, that you admire, and maybe I want to play the guitar too, you know, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. But we have this era of just the pure cult of personality. Like to this day, I have no idea what Kardashians do. Like I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> or Paris Hilton when she was big. Yeah, Paris Hilton, was like... right. And this is like this Logan Paul, and a lot of the YouTubers are like that too. It's just like, hi, I'm this blonde kid. Look at me, right? And I'll just, okay, I should do something crazy now, you know? But in this discussion with the kid, they know that. They already know. There's like, no, no, you don't have to preach. I already get this, Dad. You know, it's not like a thing where it's like, I mean, and then, again, it's old enough where it's like, it's not like, you know, we don't have to have this discussion. We have to have the Logan Paul. No, no, we don't have to. But... But the thing is, is the kids, the, my experience is these kids are, they, they can come and tell you who's bad on the internet. You know, they can come and tell you, it's like, no, 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 this, this is really bad. And they might be like, and I've been watching it for a while because uh, I know it's bad. And it's like my guilty pleasure, you know? Mm. So I, that's, that's my defensive, probably my defense mm. of a generation of kids who have grown up with the technology who know maybe are a little more savvy than we give them credit yeah. to be. I don't know. Jason's got the kids. I mean, do you, do you yeah. have that kind of yeah. experience uh, as well? Y- yeah. They, they're, uh, I have a 19 year old son and, yeah. uh, he, uh, is way more, uh, savvy as, as far as what's going on either on the internet and, you know, YouTube and other stuff. And I, I've noticed that his generation, you know, when I see him and his friends and stuff, uh, way more, just on a personal level, compassionate and em- empathetic towards people than people of my generation, mm-hmm. and that's wow. what that's what gave wow. me kind of hope for the you know for the millennials and people yeah, forward yeah. is they seemed uh, like even my ten year old daughter. I mean, she sees right through Trump. Wow. She's you know he, he's a he's a con guy you know he, and it's like yeah. hey, you know dad dad don't worry about it people like that in the future eh, you know. I hope so, you know, yeah. but, but, but it's interesting. Yeah. They, they're more grounded. 
At least, uh, at least, as my take is, uh, you know, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> yes. But. Stabby, stabby. Yeah. Oh, what's that? No, no knife here, Dad. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That, actually, uh, that that is it. Uh, I've noticed that too. That the kids, the, 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 a lot of them, they're more compassionate. It's like yeah. there's all this terrible stuff out there for them to. I think it's just human nature, right? Yeah. It's always the opposite, you know. It's, to a certain degree, the good the good thing, like when human nature, when I mean, we have existed, we have evolved, no matter what, we are still here in 2018. We haven't destroyed ourselves. And in human nature, when you have this great adversity, yeah. you know, there is this yep. part of human nature that we pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and we're going to go solve that problem and and fix that you know germany's gone awry there's this dictator and he's right. taking over all of europe what are we going to do we're going to go in and solve 40s bred the 50s 50s bred the 60s, 60s yeah, yeah yeah civil no. rights and that sort of yeah but so, then, I, then i'm looking down the line now and when the pendulum swings the other way oh god her kids are going to be fascists <laughs> you know well because like i think uh, actually, well don't you think it, it might also be that uh parenting has become much more compassionate and that 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 uh generations you taught your kids to be more compassionate and more socially aware than you were taught by your parents because god knows yeah. i wasn't taught any of that crap by my my parents but if i had i don't have children but if i did i certainly i've seen people of my age and of a little bit younger with their children and they they do try harder to teach their kids to be caring and mm-hmm. to be ethical and uh and you know and and to be not not be racist and sexist and and classist the yeah. way that our parents basically taught her that's just, uh, that's just the way of the world yeah. That that's you. You just gotta be. You gotta be that. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and wow. and suck it up and right. and every man for himself and you know, yeah. yeah and and I don't think that. Uh, and I don't. So I don't think it's necessarily the pendulum swinging back at all. I think it's a matter of people becoming much more aware of what they tell their children and the behavior they model to their children is going to be reflected in the kind of people that they are. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think, I think was, that, was that just too positive this, for this you? Is, this is coffee with curmudgeons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, get off my lawn, kid. Yeah, as yeah. parents, and parents, if they're honest with themselves, it's like we don't have a lot of influence on that. You know, it's like. <laughs> Roll the dice. I hope you turn it okay. You know, yeah. just be honest. I mean, the number one thing is being honest. Yeah, with a kid is just being flat out honest, yeah. not lying to kids. I mean, that's usually like you know when kids are lied to. I mean, the, I, maybe that's it. I mean, the one thing that we even growing up when you remember, you know when you're being lied to. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and the, your your BS detector goes up, and that's the one thing that you know nobody wants. You know, right. it's like you know, don't don't do that to me. <laughs> that starts with there, but I don't know. Yeah. Wow, that was a um, 
quite a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. I was actually trying to check the headlines here and see if anything like has blown up. So, uh, Don, you took us to a deeper <laughs> level. If she would, if no, she would be great. here, literally in a parallel universe, I'm sitting there like fur, 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 on the air, and that's about it. <laughs> that was, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just a good. Are, are you are you having fun? I am having fun. Good. I have to pee really bad. Well, this show's that's been the really thing. long, and I had coffee. <laughs> I mentioned two hours. Really and I mentioned long. the whole. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, and actually, the show's over. Yeah. So, <laughs> so lucky, lucky, lucky you. Um, but yeah, that's a great segue. <laughs> like, so, so the good conversation. I got to pee. Let's go. Yeah. Like, well, that's uh, usually how it ends. Right. Got to pee. <laughs> see you Monday. Usually it's like I'm out of here. We're done. We're yeah. Bye. And I got stuff to do. So, <laughs> but I don't know. Everything. I mean, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on. But I don't know. I have nothing. Nothing. Nothing is your your ringer hasn't gone off. No. On, like, no. You have your alerts. So nah, nah, something really. If we get if we get like a missile is coming from North Korea, we'll get it on the alert. Right. Oh, no, just kidding. Unless you're in Hawaii and then yeah. you get the whole thing. Just kidding. Never mind. Hello, There's Hawaii. like some election going on, so. Right. This is like health care or something for the state, I think, right? Yeah. Vote yeah. yes. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's probably going to be before turning left next week, so. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, maybe. Okay. We're here on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about it. Sure. Yeah. sure. It's January 23rd. Is that a Tuesday? Usually Tuesday. Believe right? so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, that was an interesting discussion. Great conversation, yeah. Yeah. So I got to rant for about a half an hour or more, which is uh, what I do. It's what I do. Let's just deal with it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and we'll look forward to, I don't know, what you're going to be doing and what <laughs> what new movies are, <laughs> what new crappy movies are coming out. I can't wait. I'm entering Don's head right now. She's like, hurry up. I've got to pee, man. <laughs> She's got to pee, man. Roll the credits, man. I'm, I'm, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm pulling up the credits. Hey, that, that's the last image that people have of me at the end of the show. It's no. like, she's the girl who went to pee. I, I saw you on that Facebook thing. Like, uh, did, did you ever get to pee? <laughs> like, oh. We do, we do go over sometimes, but well, not yeah, today. Yeah. I can't even do it anyway. Anyway, uh, final thoughts? Anything? I'm out here. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Thank, yeah. thank you for having me. This was enormously fun. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for for coming coming over. And I know that maybe you didn't expect to be on, but you know you got to mm-hmm. like kind of expect. It's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna check. you could say no, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm, we're glad it was a really good, yeah. interesting discussion. We yeah, don't yeah. often have a lot of in studio guests, so that's good. So right. well. Well, maybe it'll be more. Hey, of that. Come back on a second. We can we can hypnotize you. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, and and yeah. and just one last time, the new glass table. It is very so shiny. so yeah. So see, we had to show that off. So, all right. Uh, say goodbye, Jason. Um, goodbye, Jason. All right. See you guys later. Uh, have a have a good weekend.